Hello, this is Marcelo Pico, Editor-in-Chief of Talk Film Society and Podcaster of Note, here to introduce Episode 7 of Marking the Marks with Marcus and Marcelo. In case you didn't know, this is our wrestling podcast, where me and Marcus discuss wrestling uh, from WWE pay-per-views to AEW and all of it, all of the in-between uh, wrestling He's the he's the guy in the know when it comes to wrestling. I am the newbie when it comes to this new wrestling, and that's the that's the gimmick. That's the hook. This is episode seven. Um, go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash talk from society. This first dropped October twenty eighth of twenty nineteen. Uh, this covers the premiere week. A uh, week of programming that the WWE, NXT, and AEW had back in uh, late September. Um, and we discussed it. And we dropped it on Patreon first all those months ago. But now, you can hear it here on the free feed here in February 2020. So now, without further ado, uh, is episode 7 of Marking the Marks. And again, make sure to go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash talkfromsociety. For more Marking the Marks episodes, we have uh, episode 8 onward on there right now, Uh, and uh, go there for bonuses, for commentaries, for for, for stuff that's not just on the main feed, and in in doing so, you'll uh, help us, the website, uh, do what we do, which is bring you content. So here is the latest content for you to listen to. Welcome, everyone, to the most must-listen Patreon-exclusive podcast on the Talk Film Society Podcast Network. Welcome to Marking the Marks, the Marks with, with Marcus, Marcus, and and Marcelo. Hey, Marcelo. Marcus. How you doing, Marcus? Oh, I'm doing great, man. How are you doing? Uh, doing great? Yeah, I said I'm doing great. And <laughs> Marcus, Marcus, how are you doing? <laughs> doing great. That's oh, the thing. Fantastic. And yeah. So we're back. We're back. This is this is the new season of Marking the Marks with us. Uh, how, how does it feel to be in season two of this podcast? Things feel very different. Yeah, how different? And I feel like we've we've the first season we've climbed the mountain, and now we've reached new heights that we've never seen before. How would you compare it in wrestling? And maybe terms? this view is good. In wrestling terms, in wrestling terms, what? How would you compare this to? It's like we each each episode was us climbing a different rung of the ladder, and I don't think that we've quite reached the briefcase yet. <laughs> but I think within by the end of this season, I believe we will be Mister Money in the Bank. <laughs> by the end of this season, now. In our in our run uh, towards, let's say the ultimate goal is WWE champion. Okay, That's in right. our in our careers, where would we be from a fresh young buck going into the WWE? Where would we be now in season two? What? Okay, so we so season, <laughs> episode one was us entering WWE, and now after six yes. episodes, about six months, where are we now? Yeah, yeah, sure. 
I think we are getting close to moving on from simple jobber status and we we are maybe going to have a program that could lead to a united states championship match wow okay that's where i'd say we are some of what you just said does not make any sense to me (laughs) what did you just say Uh, what is a jobber a jobber is a person that loses basically okay okay and and like it's 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 like if you job that means that you've lost you lost it or and if you went over that means you won or put over that's a winner and uh jobbing and jobbers there are people specifically brought in just to lose like they're like little skinny toughs that get beat up by the big guys and they never even had a chance See, this is all good. I didn't know this. I didn't know this. So, yeah. what's 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 program? What's the thing you just said with program? Program? Oh, sure. That's like a storyline, or a you know, what I mean, like a like a, like a, what 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 have we seen? Like a, the Fiend and Bray Wyatt, they've had a program <laughs> recently. No, the Fiend, the Fiend and Seth Rollins have had a program. Wait, wait, wait a sec. <laughs> Fiend and Bray Wyatt, they're different people. What did you say in the big? What would you say first? The Fiend. What and did who? I say first? Yes. The hello. I don't know. <laughs> no. <laughs> never mind. Okay, never mind. Let's move on. Oh, yes, but now I understand what you just said. So, program is like a storyline. A jobber is a guy who just gets knocked down, but they they but they get back up again. They get knocked down. They get back up again. Okay. We should write that as a song. I don't know what you mean. All right, who are we? I'm Marcelo. I. I've come back from wrestling, come back from wrestling, come back to wrestling after an approximate 20 year hiatus. I used to watch it as a kid, but now I'm back. And Marcus, who are you? I've been, uh, I'm a Marcus. I have been watching wrestling for the past two years, I'd say. And I watch a good variety of stuff and I like the wrestling and I'm trying to guide Mark Marcelo through this. <laughs> did you call me Marcus? <laughs> yeah, I did. I did. Call me by your name, Marcus. <laughs> We're good here. Um, but yes, that's who we are. Marcus is deep into the new wrestling. I'm jumping back in. It, but now, hey, it's been, what, like a good six, seven months since I've been back in? Yeah. Yeah, so I'm, I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm doing pretty well, don't you think? I, um, yeah, you still got some terms to learn, clearly. But exactly, I think, clearly. <laughs> I, think, I think you're getting, you're probably getting a good taste as what, how this works now and what, and oh what you like, what you, you're building opinions. Yes, yes, I have many That's opinions. That's what we like. I have opinions galore uh, because, hey, in this episode, this is the special, I mean, this is a season premiere of marking the marks, what better way to kick off the season than with Premier Week? Yes, we're talking Premier Week, and by the time this comes out, initially on the Patreon, it'll be, I'd say, about two weeks since Premier Week. Whatever, you know, suck it up, nerds. <laughs> um, it, it's been it's been uh, it, it's been a hectic few two weeks, so give us a break. Because okay, Premier Week. Okay, Marcus, do. First, let's say what Premier Week is for those who don't know, or for those okay. again listening to this, maybe months you know from now on the free feed. First off, Jokers. Oh, I don't want to say that two more times, or else it'll bring up you know Joker in the room. Oh, I said it again. I brought say it again. Um, for those Jokers who I said it again. Oh, oh no. there's Joker. Oh my God, it's, here. it's the Joker. You say his name three times and he pops up. 
for those fools who may just wait for the free feed episodes, first off, what are you doing? Go to patreon.com slash talkfromsociety. Listen to them as soon as they come out. Um, but no, if you're if if you don't know what's going on, we you know, we're recording this as it happens. Premiere week happened uh, the week of September thirtieth uh, through October fourth, and that's what we're talking about this week. Uh, so, Marcus, talk talk briefly about what Premiere Week is, and then we'll get into it in depth here in a bit. Sure, 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 sure. So, in one week, WWE had three big shows happening. They had the premiere of Monday Night Raw. That was a season premiere, apparently. They had the series premiere of Friday Night Smackdown on Fox Network and we had the first episode, the premiere and an episode of NXT that was two hours on USA Network. And not only those three things with WWE but we also had a, a, a second wrestling promotion pop up and they had their own real series premiere on Wednesday all Elite Wrestling Dynamite premiered. And that's four premieres. And it, it was in one week. Thus, it was premiere week. Premiere week. And all that wrestling that amounts to... How many how many hours is that, Marcus? Three, uh, three, five, seven, nine. Nine hours of wrestling. Approximately nine for you. But for me... As a watcher on it, Hulu. on Hulu, and no, just primarily Hulu, and like maybe another via. Uh, I mean, I saw AEW that premiere via other means. We don't want to discuss that. Um, but no, for me, it was like I'd say six, seven. No, wait, no, three, four, five, five-ish, five or six hours. So yeah. Not not as much as as you because you watched. Did you watch all these live? Um. Well, AEW and NXT were on at the same time. I could not watch them live, but I did watch them one after the other. Wow! And uh, I watched AEW live and watched NXT right after. There you go. But yeah, Monday and Friday, I think I did watch live too. So yeah, I did. You are committed. You are committed. I'm into it. You're into it. As, as as we established already, you're into it. I'm into it. Now, before we get into it ourselves, uh, I forgot to mention this in the beginning before we recorded, but do you have any, do you have any news, uh, Marcus, to report? I mean, you don't have to get into all the new news because a peek behind the curtain, we're recording two episodes tonight, so maybe save some news for the next episode, but... What what uh, can you briefly maybe jump into like what's going on in the wrestling world if you know anything? I'd say the biggest thing happening with WWE right now is uh, the WWE draft that happened on the the week at the the next episode of SmackDown after oh. when we watched that started. So things are getting jumbled up and people are moving and now. This yeah we, we we briefly talked about this I believe on the maybe WrestleMania episode or the one after that and I was really confused about it Marcus let's let's, let's talk about the draft okay yeah. the WWE draft um give me a give me a breakdown of what that's about and how that's a thing 
So, yeah, so it started on SmackDown today. It's going to continue tomorrow as of recording time, tomorrow on Raw. And it's basically uh, the the uh the rosters are getting shaken up uh, some people are moving from raw to smackdown some people are staying right where they are maybe people get brought up from nxt too who knows and uh and uh yeah and the storyline is basically that uh Fox executives and USA executives are in their boardrooms deciding who they want for their own brand <laughs> to have brand supremacy. And that's the thing we're supposed to be caring about. Yeah. So s- save, save all that for the next episode when we talk about hell in the cell and post hell in the cell developments. But I want to jump in with this. So I was there for the first WWE draft uh, back in the WWE eating WCW days. And I say eating. Eating is a technical term for when a uh, brand uh, absorbs another brand. So the, the WWE bought the WCW mm-hmm. back in the early 2000s. And mm-hmm. there was a big kerfuffle, obviously. It was a huge event. Uh, I think we talked about this a few episodes ago. Um, but then there created a sort of surplus of wrestling talent and I'm sure the bosses over there Vince McMahon and company were like hey we have so many superstars why don't we split them up over our two shows uh, the Monday Night Raw and the I think back then it was I think Thursday Smackdown so I believe the the, the impetus to this whole draft thing was that there were so many wrestlers coming from WCW into the WWE that they needed more they needed a split so mm-hmm. I don't know if you know any different Marcus I believe that was the case back in the early days no I didn't I didn't know that that's yeah. that's interesting yeah so again listeners correct me if I'm wrong but I believe that's why there was a split initially I mean you wouldn't want to have uh, Sting and The Rock on the same show I don't know if they were wrestling back then but you know give me a break I think it was like Taz <laughs> And like uh, uh, Eddie Guerrero, <laughs> yeah. So you 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 wouldn't want big names like that on the same show. You want to split them and you know spread spread That's the wealth. Right, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but then since then it's become a regular thing where yeah, there's been wrestlers only attached to the Raw show, and then wrestlers only attached to the SmackDown show, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. And so, yeah, and for the last few months they've had like a what they call it, the wild card rule where people from raw could show up on SmackDown and vice versa. And now that the draft has happened, they've said that that's getting locked down. Once you're on raw, you're staying on raw SmackDown same, which is wild because I mean, I've seen, uh, Becky Lynch jump around raw and SmackDown mm-hmm. the last few mm-hmm. weeks and months. So that's not going to happen anymore. No, is the, if if they are to be believed, no, now, <laughs> they will be staying where they are. Which, but 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 caveat: uh, WWE is not to be believed. <laughs> now I don't know. What's, always true. I don't know what's going on um, since SmackDown aired because that was the first half of the draft. So I don't know the movings. I don't know what what has had what has occurred. So you'll let me know in the next episode. Sure. Yes. Um, so there you go. That's a tease for the next episode for episode eight of this podcast. So. All right. Other than the draft, Marcus, 
Anything else has gone on? Maybe beyond WWE? Not that I can think of, no. <laughs> actually, what, uh, is, these are kind of the big the big stories that like these shows premieres and AEW coming up. Those are kind of the big stories happening. Can you let me and know? We talk about that naturally throughout this episode. And I know you love this. I know you. I know you love it when he tosses questions at you, Mark. Ah, uh, yes. Ah, uh, yes. Do you know what's going to come up? Do you know what I'm going to ask you? <laughs> Probably the specific date of something <laughs> exactly <laughs> that I don't know. Marcus, when's the next big pay per view? <laughs> Of both WWE uh, next, and AEW. <laughs> uh, yeah, I do know this. I do know this. I okay. do know this. Uh, the first, the next big WWE pay per view is Crown Jewel. Oh yeah, and they're building up to that, and that's going to be happening on October thirty first in Halloween, Saudi Arabia, and it's going to be on Halloween, and it's going to be so spooky. Ooh, scary. Speaking of Joker, is Joker going to show up on there? I am almost 100% oh. certain. <laughs> you can report here on Marking the Marks with Marcus and Marcelo that Joker will appear on Crown Jewel. And it's not that he's booked to be there. It's that he's going to show up. You exactly. cannot control him. <laughs> the Joker will do what he wants. The Joker follows no rules. The, the Joker... Joker is no holds barred all the time. He is not bound by the laws of man. No, or uh, uh, WWE Society. referees. Society, exactly. So Vince McMahon can't tell him what to do. You know, so be warned, Saudi Arabia. Johnny Law can't tell him what to do. <laughs> exactly. Johnny Law does not exist in Joker's brain. <laughs> so that's... And of course, the rest of us, the rest of us fear him. Exactly. He rules over us with an iron fist, and that is why the Joker is the best of us. Exactly. The Joker is the best of us. <laughs> if we love him. Says Marcus Irving. <laughs> the Joker is the best of us. Uh, Marcus, do you know the AEW uh, pay-per-view? Do you know when that's happening? Date? No, I don't. But Date it's... to be announced later. Yeah. I, I, it's been announced. I don't know it, but it's it's in like early November, I believe, and it's called Full Gear. Full Gear. And Marcelo, we've went over that. What does that mean? Uh, 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 um, uh, uh, it means this. This ties back to Metal Gear Solid, the video game. Uh, <laughs> that's, when, that's incorrect. Actually, when but. when Solid Snake uh, needs health, he devours health bars, and and uh, on his on his health status, he has full gear. And we know that to be canon in the WWE. Vince McMahon is obviously a Konami fan. Uh, right, right. So yeah, so I'm correct, right? Uh, no, you couldn't be more wrong. Actually, it's uh, the gear is the the outfit that the wrestler wears out to the ring to fight in. So full gear. What does that mean? You're getting in all of your gear, and you're getting out to the ring, and you're going to be beating people up. All right. Well, that's kind of uh, I don't want to say lame, but it's like saying I'm fully dressed and calling that an event. Uh, fully dressed like a turkey I'm just going to leave that silence in the show <laughs> that silence is going to be in the show <laughs> uh, alright moving on turkeys, uh, Thanksgiving's coming up bok, exactly. bok. thank uh, you for the news segment Marcus always, always a delight now let's jump into it <laughs> let's jump into premiere week <laughs> September 30th through October 4th, we had a lot of stuff going on. I mean, a whole bunch. As you mentioned, Raw, NXT, AEW... Wait, what was it called? AEW what? 
Dynamite. Dynamite. AW Dynamite, SmackDown on Fox. Ooh, what a week. Why don't we start at Raw? Monday, Night Raw. We watched it. Now, this, now, now we, we talked about this in a previous episode. One thing that blew my mind that you brought up, Marcus, was, hey, um, not only has the WWE made it known that they want to go back to like an attitude style of wrestling, um, and then you mentioned also that, I mean, it hasn't really changed much, so... <laughs> Right, but you know, you, uh, yeah, I talked to you about that in the last episode. I think. Yeah, but hey, another addition to this new like attitude view on things is uh, they were going to bring back the pyrotechnics. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and uh, and they were like designing a whole new stage and bringing yeah. back pyrotechnics and new logo, new theme song, all that. So, new commentators. New commentators. I mean, I'll, I mean, they wanted just to revamp this show. So I'm going to ask you point blank, Marcus. I guess let's go with an overview of the first episode of this new Raw. What did you make of it? Okay. Well, I mean, you, you having watched Raw for now like a, almost two years now, like what did you make of this new Raw? I'm so glad you asked me this, Marcelo. Uh... I liked it, but I'm going to be honest. I I thought it was a good episode, a decent episode, but I'm going to be honest. I did, did not feel much of a change on the raw side. Uh, a lot of what they were doing felt basically the same as what they have been doing. Um, I, that's a different story when it comes to SmackDown, and we'll talk about that later. But, uh, yeah, as far as Monday Night Raw goes, I feel like it felt like an episode of Monday Night Raw with just maybe a few more uh, bells and whistles thrown in, like uh, like the pyrotechnics that we talked about at length on the last episode and have brought up on this episode pyrotechnics of course uh smoke uh smoke fireworks whoa whoa whoa, whoa. smoke flame sparks now overall you just say it's a good it was a good episode of real yeah it was a good episode i liked it and uh yeah we'll get into it more specifically but uh now that i have gone over it marcelo what do you think now me you haven't watched an episode of raw in a while i haven't watched a full episode of raw in a few months now, and uh-huh. I only watched one episode back in the Becky Lynch post Royal Rumble days, pre WrestleMania. Right. And um, I frankly had to skip a lot of stuff <laughs> because I okay. was tremendously bored by it. Okay. Okay. But I wa- this is the first complete episode of Raw I've watched in it. I'd say about I don't know, seventeen years, sixteen years. And I enjoyed it. Um, did you? I did. I was not bored by it. Uh, this time you weren't skipping around. No, I watched the okay. whole thing, and I think I, cool. you know, I may have like glazed over maybe one or two things. That's now, cool. I'll say this: um, I'm actually watching it on Hulu right now. I'm going to pause it. Uh, I have a version that is about ninety minutes long. Um, mm-hmm. Now we've gone over this several times, but. When it airs live on USA, how long is it, Marcus? 
Yeah, it's three hours. Yeah. I mean, obviously, a lot of that is commercial, so I bet it comes down to, like, 2.15 or something, something like that. So they have to cut out, like, maybe 30, 40 minutes of wrestling. I don't even know what they would cut right. out. Yeah, uh, I, I don't know. I've never actually watched a show, like, on both. I've seen one or the other before. But, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't know how they make up that time. Maybe cut out a match that didn't go so great here and there, you know? Perhaps. But, yeah, I, I, I have a trimmed-down version, and I say the trimmed-down version is works perfectly fine for me, so... Yeah. Um, yeah. Let, well, let's talk about the big moments in this episode. Sure. I mean, right now, I'm looking at the first segment, which has... Brock Lesnar um, destroying Rey Mysterio. Yes, that was very interesting. It was Rey, Rey Mysterio came out to say a few words about his son and how he's ready for his championship match that night against Seth Rollins. And then out comes this unstoppable beast, Brock Lesnar, to come out and whip around and beat up Rey Mysterio for seemingly no reason. And he didn't just stop at Rey Mysterio. I mean, I, I mean, any normal, you know, a heel would just uh, pounce on the face, and that would be the end of it, right? Done, yeah, he, done deal. Yeah. Done deal. Beat up, the, beat up the, beat up the, beat up everybody's hero and call it a day. But there no, that's not that's not what he did. What do you mean? What do you mean? He wanted what? to not only physically attack the hero he what? wanted to mentally attack the hero now, how would you mentally attack a hero after just pummeling him you know face to face and letting that be that you, you first you pummel the hero and then while the hero is injured and cannot move you go over in full view of the hero and grab the hero's son wait a second whoa out of the audience. You're saying Rey Mysterio's son was watching this happen. Rey Mysterio's son, ringside, and watching his papa. Now, for those who don't know, um, is Rey Mysterio's son... Uh, how old is Rey Mysterio's son? Because, like, uh, anybody listening to this could imagine maybe, like, a five-year-old watching. <laughs> and a five-year-old being picked up by Brock Lesnar. <laughs> And being uh, speared and suplexed, um, but no. How? Uh, who is this? Who is this man? Presumably, he, yeah. This is a uh, Dominic Mysterio. He is twenty-two years of age. He has not wrestled yet in WWE. He's made a few like backstage appearances, talking with Ray, and they're kind of teasing like maybe doing something later and like Ray's building him up to be a wrestler one day. But this is the first time that we've seen Dominic get involved in any sort of action, which was interesting. And, uh, from a technical standpoint, I would say Dominic was extremely good at selling. That's uh, like acting like you're hurt. That's another term. He was really, really great at selling and like getting taking those bumps and getting thrown around. Bump is another technical term. That's uh, like <laughs> landing on their back kind of on the ground. And any like fall basically is a bump. Uh, yeah, he was really like he. Brock Lesnar was like fucking destroying this guy. And uh, what's what's he, what's Brock's move again? The F five. That's right. F five. Uh, F five suplexes. Those are his trademarks. And uh, yeah, yeah, he was he was just absolutely whipping Dominic around, throwing him into the post, suplexing him in the ring, tossing both of these guys around. 
it's pretty brutal. Yeah, it was. It went on for a good like ten minutes, I think. Just yeah, it did. Uh, Brock Lesnar destroying both Mysterio and Son of Mysterio. Um, yeah, that that was how Raw opened. And yeah, I thought it was a pretty compelling opening. I yeah, would say. Yeah. Uh, um, of course, this this was a good this is a good tease for Lesnar's match against uh, Kofi Kingston on SmackDown later in the week, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and even who was it? Paul Heyman, right? Lesnar's hype man. Uh, even he was like, "Oh, this is terrible." <laughs> yeah, he was. Yeah, he was getting getting upset. And trying to break Paul, uh, break uh, Brock off, tell him to calm down. Yeah, because uh, he's going too far this time. Yeah, and we'll see just how far he goes and what the repercussions will be later. Yeah, yeah. So that's the op- that's the opening. What's what what what, what happened after that, Marcus? What, what else happened? Well, what happened after that? Uh, we had uh, kind of some whatever matches for a while. Uh, Sasha Banks versus Alexa Bliss. I don't have extremely extensive notes, and again, this was two weeks ago, and I've already watched another week of shows in between <laughs> these, so I'm getting stuff mixed up there. So forgive me if I don't have all my details right. Yeah. But didn't Sasha and Alexa, didn't that match just kind of end? Didn't really have a finish. I'm actually watching it on Hulu now. It's on the commercial, so I can't skip ahead, so I can't give it right. an answer. But um, I'll say that uh, Becky Lynch, who is... Yeah, Becky Lynch got involved. It was yeah, only like um, four minutes long, yeah, which Becky is insulting. Yeah, Becky Lynch started at the commentator's table watching the match. Of course, Becky Lynch is going to face... Um, I already forgot her name. Uh, help me out, Marcus. Sasha Banks. Sasha Banks, thank you. Right. Uh, I'm gonna leave in the pauses there again. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, I'm, Becky Lynch. Got, is you're facing. watching it in the background. I am too. Yeah, uh, I'm kind of just looking at the screen. Right, pay attention to me. <laughs> <laughs> Becky Lynch is facing Sasha Banks at Hell in the Cell, which we'll talk about in the next episode. But yeah, no, I'm seeing right now. We're back from commercial. Uh, Becky Lynch is on top of the commentator's table, uh, watching the the uh, Sasha Banks uh, match. From afar, and you know, yelling at her and saying, "Hey, look over here! I'm wrapping my wrists and and um, get ready for a fight." So, Ooh, yeah, something uh, with specifically with Becky Lynch, her entrance when she came out, she had uh, a bunch of smoke flying out from behind her, and now, that was like a like steam, not really smoke, steam. What is the deal with that? Because you mentioned that earlier, and I was laughing at you because it sounds ridiculous. But what's the deal with that steam? What's the deal with that smoke? Uh, her steam, that's something that she had in NXT, I believe. And then since WWE kind of stopped doing pyro stuff, I think that went too. And it was something I guess people missed. I didn't, so I didn't like, so I wasn't watching back then. Okay, but. so you're telling me that them bringing back the smoke slash steam was substantial in a way that would get fans excited. I, yeah, I think it is. Like the so Becky Lynch, the, the the longtime Becky Lynch fan, <laughs> and this is a thing she used to do, and now she has it again. I, I think that's exciting. You can be nostalgic for stupid things like Steve <laughs> Marcella. I'm just getting it straight, okay? I'm trying to understand. Um, now. We should remind listeners if who haven't listened to the last episodes who, that we've done, specifically, maybe even the 
Devoro Vumble episode we did for for um my my podcast, Marcelo makes a podcast, or maybe even the uh WrestleMania prelude. Um Becky Lynch was uh steampunk. <laughs> right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. So did that just did that have something to do with the steam element of the whole thing? I'm sure it did, yeah. To, to just an extra little element there. Okay, so shout out to all the steampunk fans. That's right. Yeah. Uh, okay. And I yeah, see the match the match ends with Sasha Banks and Becky Lynch fights uh Sasha Banks after you know right. the initial match. So yeah, okay. That's uh, do we need to say do we need to say anything more about this particular no, match? I no, I don't think we do. Let's I move think. on. Yeah, let's move on. Uh we Dolph can, Ziggler. Yeah, what? Dolph Ziggler. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode versus Heavy Machinery for the Raw Tag Team titles. Uh Dolph and Robert retained. Uh, again, another thing. Probably not that notable. Uh, but another match on the card. Anything to say? Not much. Uh, sure. Re- uh, re- remind me who these guys are. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Dolph. <laughs> okay. Dolph Ziggler. <laughs> that's, a great, that's a good question. <laughs> Who are we these guys? Have, you know, we don't even have to. We don't even have to. It does not matter. <laughs> Remind me who these guys are. Okay, fine. Skip that question. I'm marking it. I'm marking it off. <laughs> Asked. Okay. Next. Next match. Uh. Yeah. And uh, this was the story since uh, Seth and Dom- uh, Seth and Ray were set to fight in the main event, and then Ray got injured, and Dominic got injured, and Ray had to go off with Dominic. And uh, and so the story throughout the night was who's going to be Seth Rollins' opponent? Who's it going to be? And they were kind of playing this up and backstage stuff. And then the next big thing that happened was we had an episode of Miz TV. Okay, now this I remember. So, yes. what's Miz TV? For I think this is the first Miz TV I've ever seen. Little talk show hosted by The Miz. I'm sure you saw talk shows like this when you were watching, like, I don't know. Yeah. They, Christian's they, show or something. Uh, I specifically remember I remember Jericho did something like this, too. Um, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Jericho. We'll talk about Jericho later on. Um, but uh, what was I going to say? Oh, okay. And yeah, uh, sharper listeners who know what the fuck's going on in terms of wrestling. Um, the intro to this podcast, uh, you reference yeah. Miz and his intro. Yeah, it's, his yeah it's, a, it's loosely based on the intro to Miz TV. Yeah. Okay, so how often does Miz do this Miz TV thing? Um... I, it, it's just kind of it can it can happen every week. It could happen once a month. It, it it's not like a scheduled thing that always happens. But if they need to do something like this to set something up, it's an easy thing to do because Miz is really good at talking, really good at doing this stuff to hype up matches. He's a reality TV show star. Yep, yep. he is. Um, so what, compelling personality. Compelling person. He has charisma, as they would say. Sure. So what was the big deal about this particular episode? Right, 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 right. So this episode of Ms. TV, we had special guests, Hulk Hogan and Ric Flair. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. And now, yeah, I, got, yeah. I got a question for you. Sorry to cut you off there. Hulk Hogan, isn't he canceled? 
he was canceled for a while and then time passed long enough to where <laughs> WWE was like, I don't think people care as much anymore about keeping him canceled. So we're going to just slowly bring him back in. And uh, I think they were probably correct because he seems to get very good reactions from crowds still. So, so what you're saying to me, Marcus, is that cancel culture is a fraud. I wouldn't say it's a fraud. And no. what you're saying Marcello, is no, 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 no. Anybody who's canceled, anybody can just wait a few months. <laughs> if you wait at, long enough, if you wait long enough, you're good to go. So what I, you're what you're I saying am not is saying this is right. Next not, week on Raw, Bill Cosby, Louis C.K., <laughs> yeah, Woody they're Allen, coming <laughs> they're coming back to WWE. <laughs> the one place that in a, in a triple not. threat. <laughs> The one place that knows no shame will definitely take them. We should also remind yes. you that uh, Vince McMahon uh, is a avid Trump supporter. And Linda McMahon, mm-hmm. Google mm-hmm. her and Trump activities to to, sure. to be fully aware of what's going on. Sure, anyway, sure. Let's, let's, let's take politics out of this, Marcus. We're not here yeah. for politics. Yeah. Anyway, Hulk Hogan's back. Who cares? Yeah, the, the extreme racist Hulk Hogan's back. <laughs> and also, if you don't know why he was canceled, Google it. I don't want to even mention uh, it. Along with Ric Flair. Yeah. And they're on an episode of Miz TV. Yes. And they're kind of just talking. Yeah. And we're like, oh, it's nice to see the old people again. Isn't that great? And that's and, that's all it is, right? That's all and we that's need. All, and, right? And, but, but then throughout this... Like they're talking and they're having fun, but then Ric Flair, you can tell he's getting some digs in. He's he's being he's being a little antagonistic, and you wonder what that's about. Well, Marcelo, eventually we get to what that's about. Hey, Marcus. The crowd is the crowd is chanting one more match for these like sixty year old guys that can barely walk. <laughs> they want to see them. Isn't Ric Flair like seventy at this point? <laughs> Probably. They want to see these two. Uh, wrestle one more match and then definitively die in front of them probably you're saying and the wwe universe wants to see a death in the ring <laughs> two deaths two, time, two deaths like a multi a, a simultaneous punch sure and then both of them falling to their deaths um, but, in the ring but yes that is what we would all like to see of course Obviously. but but hulk and rick uh they aren't ready to do that quite yet so they're compromising. They are going to ha- be uh, on a. F- they are going to be the team leaders of a five-on-five match at Crown Jewel in Saudi Arabia this Halloween. Five-on-five uh, five match. It's. Uh, I mean, at one point watching this, I honestly thought they were both going to wrestle each other. <laughs> I know. I did too. Yeah. As this was going, I was like, God, is this really what they're doing? Why? Would you be and surprised? No, I would not be. That's if the thing. In 2019, Hulk Hogan and Ric Flair fought in a match. I, would, I wouldn't be surprised if in 2025 they do that, if they're <laughs> now, still alive. Now, I'm going to Google how old these guys are. Now, Marcus, now, uh, what, why don't we take bets? How old do you think Ric Flair is? Honestly. I think I'm going to say like 64. 64. Now, and I think old, Hulk Hogan. Yeah. Hulk Hogan, I'm going to say. I'm going to say 59. 59? I think that's conservative. Yeah. 
Um, I, like I'm I sure think he it is. is low, but I, I'm doing this prices right rules, of course. Okay, the, the we closest go over, like we, over. we lose. No, I can't vote because I just looked it up. I know where Claire's age. Well, I can. Okay, okay, I can guess. Uh, uh, Hogan. I'll guess Hogan is 65 years old. Okay. Okay. You say 59. You said 64 for Ric Flair. Ric Flair. I got this right because I know he celebrated a birthday. Uh, a few oh months yeah, ago. that's right. They had his 70th yes. birthday party. Right, on how the could you forget that? Show. That was I'm a plot maroon. point before WrestleMania. I'm a big maroon. Dave Batista uh, 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 beat up Ric Flair on his 70th birthday. And you know what? I Hulk. I think Hulk Hogan is. 89. Oh, no. Okay, fine. So, All right, I'm going yeah. to mark that down. He's, what, 89? Yeah. 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 <laughs> 89? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I said 65. Okay. Now, yes, Ric Flair is 70, and I'm going to look up Hulk Hogan. Uh, again, I say Hulk Hogan is 65 years old, and Marcus Irving says Hulk Hogan is 89 uh, right. years old. And for some reason, this is not loading for me. Sorry, folks. Here we go. Hulk Hogan is... Oh! 66 years old. So I was, no. I was close. I didn't go over. See, Marcelo, you're better at telling age than I am. No, I, I, I don't know. Um, I think Miz is like... 33 or something. Can't be that old. How old do you think Miz is? Let's keep, let's guess everybody's age. Just <laughs> do this, everybody, yeah. Quick, um, quick. This, this will be quick. How old do you think Miz I, is? If I had to take a guess, I would say the Miz is 39 years old. Um, hold on. Miz, oh, 39 years old? Yeah, that's my guess. I said 33. You, you're, you're probably right. So the Miz is wait 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 wait, wait. again. What you say? I said thirty nine. You're so. right. You're absolutely right. Yes, of course I know that because I looked it up. You son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, back to the TV uh, show. Ric Flair versus uh, Hulk Hogan. Yeah, it's going to be Team Hogan versus five. Team Flair. Yes, yes, yes. On Halloween. Now, very spooky. Very scary. 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 They're going to be costumes. I'm sure. Yeah, the uh, Hulk Hogan dressed up as. Uh, the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man <laughs> and Ric Flair is Ghostface from Scream. <laughs> uh, you know what? I, I forgot. I was gonna. I was gonna. I was gonna make this a joke, but uh, I was trying to fit in movies with wrestlers in every episode. I forgot, right. Yeah. I forgot to bring this up earlier. I've been rewatching the Scream movies, mm-hmm. and you know what wrestler is in the Scream movies, Marcus? Um, I know a wrestler that is in those movies. Which is? David Arquette. Exactly. So Yes. Um, WCW <laughs> champion. Uh, yep. And current, current day wrestler. Get, yeah. Yeah. He's, he's doing yeah. it. He's doing it. <laughs> Killing it. We should uh, talk about Ready to Rumble, the movie, on this podcast one day. <laughs> Marcella, uh, because of this movie thing, that was going to be my next suggestion for which one we yeah. do, actually. Because I was actually Wikipediaing David Arquette's uh, WCW reign, and uh, I wonder if any of those segments or that pay-per-view he was on defending the WCW championship is on the WWE Network, so that would be good homework. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. That's a good- so, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. The Quick. teams... Right, yes. Who is on the teams? The, Who are on the teams? The teams so far, we only have one name per team, and that one name uh, for for Team Hogan, the leader, is uh, Seth Rollins, and the leader of Team Flair is Randy Orton. 
So it seems like we're going to have a, t- a team of faces versus a team of heels. I'm into it, I think. I think the team match is the only way to do this. I would be upset if they were wrestling. I wouldn't want to see that. Now, my prediction but, uh, is... I think this is kind of smart. Um, and again, I've, I've, I have I've made this... Uh, well, I guess it's not really a rule because I won't rule out not watching it at all, but I, me- I mentioned it before. I think we mentioned it. Um... We're not big fans here on this podcast of Saudi Arabia. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah. And this whole Saudi Arabia deal, that's going on for the next how many years, Marcus? This is the second year of 10, I believe. God so. damn it. So, yes, the, the, the WWE is in Saudi Arabia for the next 10 years. Um, mm-hmm. Well, Sorry, well, they've done two years, so they have eight more years to go, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's fucked up. Um, but, um, yeah, I don't, I'm not gonna, this is not gonna be one of our, uh, pay-per-view episodes, Crown, Crown Jewel, but, uh, I'll at least watch the highlights. Who knows sure. if I'll watch a match or two, but, uh, yeah, I'm not gonna watch the whole thing. Um. I would, I'm, I would, I would never encourage it. It's gonna be like, it's gonna be on a Thursday, I believe. At it's like, like 1 p.m.? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's, yeah. and so far, all three shows, all, f- this is the fourth show that they've run there. All three of the other ones have been total disasters, really bad. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I don't recommend it. Personal politics, even, even that aside, it's just bad. Yeah. But, yeah, whatever. <clears throat> now, now, yeah, so this, okay, I'll say this. Out of uh, all the previous Crown Jewel, I mean, Saudi Arabia pay-per-view matches that they've announced and they've shown, this one, at least to me, seems the most interesting. Um, and sure. I, and I won't rule out Ric Flair and Hulk Hogan getting into the ring <laughs> at sure, the at yeah. the end of it and like wrestling for like a like a minute or something. So yeah, I can see that. Yeah, but uh, but again, I'm not going to watch the whole thing. I'll probably just watch clips and. Uh, much like the Goldberg versus Undertaker <laughs> match, um, I watch anybody who is close to death wrestling. So because mm-hmm. it makes for good outtakes. All right, that's Miss TV setting up Crown Jewel. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's move on. What else happened on Raw? Uh, King Corbin and Rusev got involved in that oh, yeah. captains match thing. Wait, uh, so. talk, so talk about what's going on with King Corbin real quick. They had the King of the Ring, which yeah. I, totally, I totally missed. They they they, they kept that um, on Raw, right? All the yeah. King of the Ring matches. Yeah, it was on Raw and SmackDown, and then eventually the finale was on Raw, and. Uh, yeah, uh, King Corbin, he won. He faced Chad Gable in the finals. Uh, and that has been a feud that has lasted for a while now. Uh, yeah, and not much to say about it. King Corbin, he's just come out. He used to be Baron Corbin. Now he says King Corbin. Uh, comes out with like a scepter and a crown and a big fur coat kind of thing. Cape. And uh, yeah. We, that's, kind of that's, that's enough, deal, right? That's enough to say. About yeah, that. I feel like I feel like that. Yeah, so they came out. They interrupted the. They were doing a captain's match between Seth and Randy. That got interrupted. And eh, whatever. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, they did, oh, did you see the the AOP interview? Uh, 
it was two. It was like black backstage now, and a black background. These two guys talking. I, I can't remember if I said I skipped over anything in this episode. Did did, did I say that earlier? No, you said you watched the whole thing, but it was I a lied. ninety minute. Edit. I lied. Oh, <laughs> I skipped over that interview. <laughs> what no, was what was no. going on there? Okay, because like I. I, 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 I forgot about this until you mentioned it. Maybe because I skipped it and I, I just went to the wrestling. But right. what, what was happening in that? So, Tell me. Yeah, AOP, they were like dominant in NXT. They were like these two giant guys who could beat the shit out of people. They looked scary as hell. And then they came up to the main roster and then they kind of got turned into a joke. They had like a funny little ma- uh, Drake Maverick as their manager and he like pissed himself and they got, they turned into AOPP. This is real. I'm not joking. <laughs> uh, and then anyway, so then it was probably best that they went away for a good long while. And now they're kind of bringing them back slowly. They're, te- they're doing these little teaser interviews backstage. Um, they look exactly like they look like they could easily be brothers or something, but they actually, they, they're not even the same nationality. Uh, like one of the lines I wrote down uh, from, from the, and they're, they're just, they're just talking like, like we've had these terrible lives and we want to only do any, we just want to inflict pain on as many people as possible kind of stuff like that. I wrote down this line. Uh, we grew up thousands of miles apart, but on the same street corner of dystopia and atrocity. <laughs> I think, I think honestly, Marcus, I think that's when I clocked out. I'm like, Nope, I'm good. <laughs> and, Skip ahead. Uh, yeah. And it, it's, it's interesting stuff. This is something I didn't even know until somebody told me, but, um, oh yeah, their, their, their names are Akam and Razor. Akam's Razor. Uh, Jesus Akam, <laughs> thank you. Akam, he, I did not know this. Akam speaks, he was speaking in Punjabi and Razor was speaking in Albanian. They were speaking in two different languages and I didn't even know. And I've seen like three of these now. <laughs> I think I don't know. It's interesting. Um, um, I'll, I'll I'll give you that. That it's interesting. But was it interesting enough for me to latch onto it and listen? Sound, sounds like to it the wasn't. whole thing. No, I skipped over it. <laughs> sounds like it was not. No. Uh, and from there, uh, Viking Raiders versus the OC. Um, the Raiders won, and. Uh, they've actually got a championship match against Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode coming up on Monday. Um, enough of that. Enough of that. <laughs> Come on. We had, we, this is something interesting. I don't, I don't, I've sent you clips of these. I don't know if you've actually watched them or not. They, we had an episode of the Firefly Funhouse. Now, I'll say this. You've sent me stuff, Marcus, and I, I'm grateful that you have been sending me things. May have not watched all of these Firefly sure. Funhouse things, except for this one that they showed on this episode of Raw. I watched the whole thing, mm-hmm. uh, and I quickly got the sense of what was going on. Because um, remind folks who this guy is. Yeah, this is Bray Wyatt. Disappeared for a while, came back, and now he's this like twisted, uh, twisted. twisted uh, he's he got twisted by the Joker. Oh my God, that's his, that's his backstory. <laughs> he got twisted and, by the Joker. And now he runs this uh, scary children's television show, and uh, and uh, he wrestles. 
And he plays like this Pee Wee Herman kind of character, kind of warped Pee Wee Herman. And then, and then uh, in the ring, he comes out as the fiend who hurts people. And he's like this scary clown figure. Scary and, clown uh, figure. Yeah. And his show is Firefly Funhouse, which we watched an episode of here. Yes. And yes, it's a demented, yeah, like you said, Pee Wee Herman type yeah. uh, puppets and Brett Wyatt uh, doing. Insane things. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, what would you think of it? What would you what do you think of it? I, I I like this character. I like Brett yeah. Wyatt, and I like the Fiend. And we'll talk more about the Fiend later in this yeah, episode, I think, and then also in the Hell in the Cell episode. Yeah, I like what this guy is doing. It's uh, yeah. and I've heard buzz on Twitter. I've been reading the tweets. Been following the trends, um, and yeah, I agree with most people who say that uh, the Fiend is like uh, one of the better new characters, wrestlers, performers right. in the WWE. Right. So yeah, I, I dig it. I understand. I understand. And uh, yeah, I, I also I'm really into it. I love all these Firefly Fun Houses. I think seeing him, it's it's still it feels like a really special thing still. And they've they've been doing these for four or five months. I'm not even really sure. Uh, uh, one sad thing to report about this Firefly Funhouse. Oh no. Of course. Uh, Ramblin' Rabbit, he did pass away, unfortunately. Jesus Christ. Uh, he got killed in the middle of this. What a um, crazy way to begin a season is to kill off a character. Yeah, it's very, it's very sad. Should one um, of us die, Marcus, in this season premiere of Mark the Marks? Uh, let's save that for later. Okay, yeah. we'll save that for the end of the episode. Whether one of both us of, makes it all alive. Both of us are to go back to our analogy earlier. Both of us are climbing one side of the same ladder, and we're going to meet <laughs> at the top, and we'll see what happens then. Yes, we'll see who pumbles off and falls, <laughs> presumably to their deaths. Yes, leaving that silence, and then once again, um, <laughs> what's next, Marcus? Uh, yeah. AJ Styles uh, had a United States Championship match against Cedric Alexander. I wrote here that this was good. Uh, I don't remember it at all, but uh, AJ won. That's great. You're you're, you're getting all these notes from the live version you saw, right? (laughs) Yeah. Which is weird because, like, I'm I'm watching the Hulu version and it's all pretty much the same. So I wonder. Yeah, I guess we'll find out soon enough. What maybe, they, what, maybe they what they cut. Maybe they yeah. Maybe they find uh, edit points in there. Like like they cut out a little bit of a match here and there. Which, which maybe that's which what is happens. Bizarre. Anyway, let's let's yeah. move on. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah. Sure. Um, well, uh, any significance <laughs> to this AJ Styles match? Uh, uh, like I said, I didn't remember it, but I wrote it was good. So. Okay, good enough. I remember that. Too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Street oh. Profits did some stuff. Oh, oh. No, I just remember the, the 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 AJ Styles thing. It's like, okay, yeah, fine. It's a it's a decent match, but like, um, you you knew AJ Styles was going to win. So anyway, anyway, sure. What's the next match? Uh, next match: uh, Lacey Evans versus Natalia. They've done. Four, like I feel like this was their fourth one, and they've done two since then. Was this one wasn't the last woman standing match, was it? Hold on, now did you see that? We we may have got to one that's been those cut out of the Hulu version. You didn't see this? No. Hold on, who was no. it again? Lacey Evans uh, versus Natalia Natalia I believe, Hart. I, I believe that one is not in the Hulu version. Ooh. 
here we go. We've discovered it. Wow. <laughs> to okay. cut this match out. Um, I, uh, my only notes that I wrote about it were, uh, who cares? So. <laughs> Maybe that's why <laughs> the, sure. the, the, the editors over at Hulu were like, yeah, um, let's call Marcus and see what he says about this match. <laughs> and uh, they got your verdict and they're like, nope, we're good. Because, sure. yeah, the, the, the next thing we see after the AJ Styles um, match is we see some recap on what happened earlier with Brock Lesnar. We cut to uh, Paul Heyman in the back saying, oh, Vince McMahon should have known better than to book Brock Lesnar on Raw because this is what happens. Uh, yeah. And, and then yada, yada, yada. Skipping ahead. And then we get to Sasha Lane. Sorry, Sasha Banks promo. Uh, and then we get a limousine, and then we get some preview to SmackDown, and then we get to the final match. Then that's it. Sure. Okay. Yeah. So let's let's. Did you see it? Did you see a white limousine arriving? Yes, a white that? limousine did arrive. I saw that. So that's a mystery that we will solve very soon. Ooh. So our main event match has started. It is Seth Rollins versus Rusev, the yes. Bulgarian brute. Rusev. Yes. What's his deal? <laughs> Uh, he is the Bulgarian brute. He's a he's a big guy from Bulgaria who uh, smash and he's a brute. beat up. <laughs> yes, and uh, yeah, he he has a really interesting story. I don't think I want to go into it now because nah. we got a lot to talk about. But yeah. Rusev's here. He's married to Lana. That's pertinent information in real life. Yeah, and uh, in real life, in real real life. In real, real life and on the television program. So, okay, yeah. So, for those who don't know, wrestling is not real. Right, Marcus? Sure. Uh, wait, wait, wait. What do you mean, sure? Do you not know this, they, Marcus? They, they, no. <laughs> Marcus, this is the first I, I, time that you've... I don't like using ter- that term. Fake or I real? <laughs> I don't like I don't like using fake because, like... What do you mean you don't like using the word like fake? We're talking about wrestling. We, we've been no, going no, for... I know, I know, I know, I know. Like, okay. They're if you count lines, up how many hours we've done. Matches. Like these ten, people do not... We've done ten people, hours of wrestling, podcasting. People do not actually hate each other. There's, there's no, there's not, there's not much reality inside of this world. I don't. Okay. Everything is written. They have, a, they have a team of thirty-five writers taken, that are writing like, all this bullshit. Ten or twelve hours of podcasting for us to finally fight over this one thing. <laughs> no. About but, real and fake. I'm not okay. You're saying I fake is a dis- forget it. disrespectful. Forget it. It's fake no, at we're doing it. No, 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 no. I'm not <laughs> saying it's on. fake as in bad. I'm just saying it's fake as in, it. of course, it's not real. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, sure. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it, Marcus. <laughs> Look, they Stay with me on this. <laughs> they, they're, they're play fighting. and they're, they're hurt, no. But, they, but the people get hurt and they're people good. People get hurt. They, people get hurt. And I feel like saying fake is just a little disrespectful. I think there's a better uh, term out there. Okay, okay. I'm saying fake in terms of storyline. Okay. We yes, storylines are written. Story movies lines, are also fake. Yes, yes. Okay, yes. We, but, we but can I agree feel on like that. saying movies are fake is stupid <laughs> as hell. And so I feel like saying that for wrestling too, also stupid. But on okay, <laughs> movies are fake in a in, in the sense that the level if to say the level in which they're fake. They're fake obviously because people are acting. People are acting, the stuff is all written, nobody's thinking of this stuff right on the spot and it's saying like, it. it's 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 actors acting. But there's, yes. but but you know there's authentic there's authenticity to it, sure. But yes. they're acting; it's fake. I I, just, I, 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 I understand. Like uh, I understand the word fake irks you. 
But it feels blunt. It, it feels, it feels, it feels dismissive. The storylines aren't real. Is that better? The storylines aren't real. They're real storylines. Well, what is it? They've been written by oh, people. God damn it. <clears throat> okay, the storylines are not based in fact. They're predetermined. They're pre- sure. Okay, the storylines are predetermined. <laughs> it's a predetermined television show. Scripted. Lacey Evans and Natalia don't hate each other. The scripted storylines. Yes. Okay. Okay. The scripted storylines. So the scripted. St- okay, let's go back to this match. For God's sake. God. Okay. Good lord. The I'm match sure, happened. I'm it sure. Was, I'm sure fun. we're gonna get back to this eventually in the future. In the yeah. In a future episode, we'll have a whole episode talking about what's real, what's fake. Okay, but the in. But my point is, in the scripted storyline, and also in real life, it's the same, right? Married to the same yes. person. Okay. Yes. So yes. what is the significance of that in this match? Well, okay. So this match, it didn't go on for too long. It didn't have a real ending because how it ended was Bobby Lashley, he's been injured for a while, came off the shelf as a surprise to come back and interrupt the match. He came out, had his entrance. He stood at the top of the ring, stared right at Rusev, and then motioned to the entrance and uh, <clears throat> who walked out as he motioned to the entrance, Ooh. by the way, I, I, I suggest that I, I suggest, I imagine that they cut this out, but Bobby on, on live TV, he had to motion to the back like four times before this person actually came out. <laughs> now, I'm, I'm fast forwarding to that moment, but yeah, uh, keep talking. I'll find out. Yes. So who comes out the Rusev's real life and storyline fake wife Lana and we're like whoa why is Lana here what's happening we haven't seen Lana in a while and Lana starts to make out with Bobby Lashley in front of her husband no what? What? What's going on? I know. What is going on? That that's the question. Are are, are Rusev and Lana having troubles? That much is that much is certain. What kind of troubles? What happened? What what why is this happening? Why is Bob why is Bobby involved? Why is Bobby making out with Lana for like five straight minutes while Rusev watches from the ring? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Rusev uh, Yes. <laughs> what, what, what are you going to say something? Rusev. Rusev. Dot, dot, dot. Marcelo, would it surprise you if I told you that this is not the only cucking storyline happening on TV right now? Whoa. Wait. What, what, what's going on on Succession? <laughs> not, even, not even TV. No. Oh. no. On, on Raw. Oh, on Raw. Okay. I thought second. you meant like on TV, like on another no, series. I should have worded that differently. What's going on on... I can't think of any other TV show. <laughs> No, but yeah, there's, there's, this is the second cucking storyline that's happening on Raw. Uh, there's also Mike Canellis and Maria Canellis. Maria's pregnant, and she refuses to say that Mike is the father of the baby. Oh, yeah, that Those was, two are awesome. also married in real life. I counted, I counted three uh, uh, Lashley calling to the entrance um, okay. motions. So. so they actually, they did not cut that out. That's funny. They, yeah, no, they, they, they left that in. And, uh, okay, so that happened, and not only did that happen, but the lights went out. Oh, and, uh, okay, then show over. 
End of Raw. Nope. All right, let's talk about. No, uh, let's go to NXT. Let's talk about that, Marcus. <laughs> no. So what happened no. in NXT? Oh no. What about AEW? What about AEW then? No, um, no, 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 no. no. Raw. We're talk about Raw. Raw's done. Something happened. Smackdown. Smackdown. Fox. Smackdown on Fox. I know Marcelo when the lights instinctively uh, run up and turn the power of your TV off and then move on. Yeah. But that, there's that, actually something that's that what happens every night at my house. Back. I mean, every, every night at my house at like 10 p.m., the lights all turn off, the TV turns off, the computer turns off, and I just jump in bed and go to sleep. The end. Right. And that's not, what, that's happened not what happened here. What? What? The lights went off, but then they came back on. Wait a second. They came back on. They came back on, and who was there sticking his fist in oh my the mouth god. of Seth Rollins? Was it Marcus? Let me guess. Marcus? Somebody, yeah. Oh my god, Marcus. Was it? Was it? Was it? Was it the Joker? <laughs> it was the Joker. It was the Joker. Oh my the god, Joker. the Joker. <laughs> the Joker was there on Raw. <laughs> Celebrating the box office success of Joker by Warner Brothers now in theaters. Oh my god. The Joker is now on Raw. Oh my god. Okay, no, it was The Fiend. It was The Fiend. In The Fiend, yeah. yeah he yeah, showed up. He was like. Ah. What was that? What was that? He Seth was like, ah. Okay. Ah. Jump his fist in Seth Rollins' mouth, otherwise known as the uh, Animal Claw, Man, which which he stole from mankind. Sure, and that was uh, that is where we are. That's <laughs> it. That's what happened. That was the end of the show. What a cliffhanger! And the well, lights did went go out for good. Then, yeah, we'll find out what happens later on in the episode. Yeah. Uh, okay, so that's raw. That was the end of raw. I just realized we took a big chunk of the episode. Let's talk about one one episode of raw. <laughs> Did, we, yeah. should, we should we should speed this up. Way through this. Oh god damn it! God damn it! And actually, Marcelo, before we even get to NXT or or AEW, yes, I'd like to quickly, very, very, very quickly, just say that there was another show that premiered this week. Oh, oh, on, okay. I think Tuesday. I know what you're talking about. What, Total Divas. What is that? And get, you, you, you brought it up. Uh, during our DMs, and I, I had a lot of stuff going on in my life, Marcus. <laughs> so I may have, I saw it. I don't think I replied to it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just yeah. trust me when I say that. I I know what you were asking for me to watch. You were asking me to watch yeah. this thing, but I was like, I'm busy, man. <laughs> what was it? What what what, Look, what was Total I, I Divas? It. I get it. Total Divas. It's an a uh, reality show on E. They follow around like six of the women's wrestlers. The show's been on for long enough when they were still called Divas. They're not called that anymore, but the show is called that. They should call them Total Women. <laughs> Total Women. <laughs> Total. Yeah. Come on. Get with the times. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's like six of the women's wrestlers. Ronda Rousey is the big new addition this season. They follow her around on her farm. They follow the other five around as they're Getting in backstage kerfuffles. Wait, Ronda Rousey? But she's not wrestling anymore. You're right. Yeah, this this show it's like eight months behind, kind of. Oh boy. They film they film them for a few months and then make ten episodes of a show around it and then air it a year later. You know. Jeez. All right. Fair enough. And uh, yeah. So. 
Excuse me. Careful there, Marcus. You're, you're talking about total divas. You get all choked up. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I don't know. It's it's a reality show. Have you ever watched one of those? <clears throat> Excuse me. Oh, now I'm getting choked up. <clears throat> <laughs> reality TV. You're, you're telling... Okay, I don't have time for a bit. Yes, I've watched reality TV. So it's, uh, I'm assuming it's, like, it's, it's the same as, like... You know, The Bachelor or Keep It With The Kardashians, like that type sure, of like, yeah. heightened yeah, reality. Very, very much. Yeah, sure, sure, yeah. Sure, yeah. Um, it's kind of like this weird thing. Like they're playing characters on the television show and then they're playing like a different version of a character who's playing the character on Raw, but so they're playing it on Total Divas. It's you're, weird. You're telling me there's a level of facade to this. The, yeah, the, this adding in Total Divas makes this this like... I don't know what I'm trying to say, but Fake. it's like lots of layers here. <laughs> layers, this is okay, like fine. The layers. third inception layer, or whatever. All right, we're in the third inception layer. With each passing layer, time gets slower and slower and slower. Uh, but let's not do that for this we, episode. We, we gotta, we yeah, gotta we speed things up. We don't up. have to talk about it long. I like it. Moving on. Okay, moving on. Okay, Wednesday night of premiere week. Which two one? Which one do you want to do first? Do you want to do NXT? Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, NXT. I'm gonna turn on NXT on Hulu right now. Yeah. Um. So NXT. Okay. Let's let's let's, let's do this pretty quick, Marcus. Yeah, I think we can. Yeah. So. Okay. First off, explain the history of it. Okay. It started <laughs> on no, no, no. Let's go. Let's go. Come on. Okay, come on. Come on. Come on. NXT offshoot of WWE, uh, where uh, beginners go and they wrestle there, and then they kind of climb up to WWE. Um, yeah, we're like what three or four weeks into this new run of w- of the yes. NXT, right on USA. Yes, this, this was the first two-hour episode <laughs> that aired on TV. Yeah. So essentially, it was like the the quote-unquote premiere of this. Yeah, NXT because like it's it's been bumped up to two hours uh, because uh, 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 because because the last week was a series <laughs> finale of Suits or something, right? <laughs> That's right. Yes. Yeah. So and, uh, no need to do our Suits recap this episode. Unfortunately, no, no. it is over. We'll figure out a new show to, to plug in there. We're but. gonna we're gonna spin off into a Suits recap um, podcast eventually. Don't worry, folks. Yeah. But no, uh, forget Suits. So okay, NXT overall view, Marcus. I'm sure you've been watching NXT on and off or like whatever. Yeah. Um, sure. How do you feel about this new uh, reincarnation of I was, <laughs> I was about to say suits. <laughs> of, <laughs> sorry, of NXT on USA. It's is it okay. live? Yes, it is live. Okay. How do you um, feel about this live USA version of NXT? They're handling it well. Okay, that's what I can say. It, it it feels exactly like it felt on the WWE Network so far. It, they prioritize having a smaller selection of really good matches and really good storylines rather than WWE main roster, which tries to flood everything with as much shit as possible. <laughs> this they, like NXT is like they 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 pare it down. They're like, we're running these six stories right now, and that's all you got. Yeah. And and I think that worked for their advantage. I think, like, in terms of just in-ring wrestling, this was the show of the week. I thought we had a lot of a lot of standout, like, really cool matches, really cool moments. And um, so if that's the thing that you're, you like is, like, specifically the in-ring stuff, then this is probably the show that you should watch. But, uh, but yeah, we had some cool... 
No, this is your first episode of NXT ever, Marcel. Well, <clears throat> is it? No, okay, no, you know, I'm getting it uh, confused with the pay per view that we saw. NXT. Yes, we, yes you've seen we the saw, takeover. W- w- wasn't that a lost episode? The, mm-hmm. the NXT UK TakeOver mm-hmm. episode. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I watched all of that, and I was impressed by it. I did watch a few single matches from NXT with Becky Lynch. Uh, but no, yeah, this was yeah, my, my first episode of NXT, just its its weekly format. So yeah, um, I was thoroughly impressed by it. Uh, I don't you were know. lost. Sorry, you cut out. <laughs> okay, I'm going to write this down as an edit point, because we're lost. Okay, okay I'm going to ask you again. Wait, I'm going to say this and then you're going to come in. Yeah. So I was uh I was impressed by it, Marcus. Good. Good. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This is another edit point. <laughs> good. Good. <laughs> no, leave that. Come Hold on. on. Uh, I'll do it again. I'll do it again. So this is the first full episode I saw and I was uh I was thoroughly impressed by it, Marcus. Good. Good. <laughs> Anyway, what? No, let's move on. No, let's move on. Okay, so what? No, wait. What were some of the highlights of this episode? I was totally impressed by it. What were some of the highlights? Um, I would say Adam Cole versus Matt Riddle. That was for the for the NXT Championship. Remind me, Uh, was that the one with the guy with the barefoot? Yes. Yes, I like that. That's Matt Riddle. Yes, that was really good. Yeah, Uh, great way to kick it off. Um. Oh, there's also a women's match, right? Uh, yes, there was. But before we get to that, I'm going to say the match ended and Adam Cole retained. And uh, who comes out to meet um, Adam Cole? Oh, who was it? Finn Balor. Who is Finn Balor? Finn Balor. He's a wrestler who's been on the main roster for a couple years now. And now uh, what? Very accomplished. You're telling me he's back? He was on WWE, but now he's back on NXT? Now he's back in NXT. He says, as of now, Finn Balor is NXT. And then the crowd goes wild. That's that's a that's a weird... I mean, how often does that happen? That somebody goes from NXT to WWE, but now they're back on NXT? It's happened like four... Well, it's only happened a handful of times. Like, okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. And... Uh, and I, I don't know if there's any particular reason for it. Maybe they just wanted to get more star power on NXT or whatever. But so it's, it's welcome to me because, like, I love Finn, 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 I love Finn Balor, and I love like the matches that NXT puts on. If Finn Balor gets in one of those again, like, you're going to have another classic on your hands. It's going to be a place that will play more to his strengths than maybe main roster WWE has been. Ooh, interesting. Uh, I like this. Well. I'm uh, I'm on one point <clears throat> not confounded but just confused as to why that would happen but yeah if you put it that way yes they want to put more star power on this uh weekly show now and have um you know a popular superstar on there right uh and they have good reason to as we'll say uh-huh. later on why um uh, but yeah okay fine I I I'm interested in this turn in this, mm-hmm. in this edition. So, yeah. Me too. Uh, so, anything else you want to say? No. Uh, okay. 
<laughs> no, I'm excited for the matches that he might have on takeovers on TV, whatever. I'm, I'm, he, he made, this is a thing that made me very interested in continuing to watch NXT every week. Cool. 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 Um, because like in my head of the things that I do watch, it's like last place. And I feel like there are weeks that I won't watch it, but like having a star like Finn Balor there who I know, who I like, who I know is like, like he, he is a guy that would get me to tune in. So, cool. Um, we can move on. Yes. Uh, Velveteen Dream did a promo. He was surrounded by a bunch of women. Uh, pretty cool. Uh, moving on. Io uh, Shirai. Io <laughs> Shirai versus Maya Yim. This is a very good match again. Like, really fucking great women's match. Uh, uh, what'd you think of it? You remember it? Wait, wait, wait. Uh, who versus who? Io Shirai versus Maya Yim. Ia Shirai versus Maya Yim. Io. Wait, did they have... Okay, okay. We'll have to go back to Hulu versus Live. How long was the Live version? Oh, yeah, two hours. Two hours? And this is only, like, an hour. Is that right? Okay. Yeah, so I think they cut that match out. Whoa, wow, you missed a good one. Yeah. That sucks. So that's why I was lost, because... I'll tell you this. Um, from the Barefoot Guy... Uh, to I think Velveteen Dream. I think after Velveteen Dream was the women's championship match, and yeah, they didn't show any other match. Interesting. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. yeah so there you, you go. You missed. You missed two matches. Wow. Yeah, we also had Johnny Gargano versus Shane Thorne. That one, I would say, it was probably the worst of the ones on the show, but still really good. Yeah. And so That's at that crazy. point. Three for three. Wow. And so we can get on to the thing that you did see. Yeah. Uh, Shayna Baszler versus Candice LeRae. Uh, yeah, I for sure saw this one. This is the championship mm-hmm. match, right? That's right. Yes, that's the one I saw. Uh, so how long has this women's champion on NXT been women's champion? Seems like for a long time, right? Shayna Baszler, yeah. She's been very dominant. She's She, she lost the belt once, but then gained it back immediately. Uh, she's been champion for over a year at this point, I'm pretty yeah. sure. Long, longest reigning women's champion they've had. They, uh, she seems like a formidable opponent, just from what I gather. Yes, she does, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, obviously she wins uh, over her opponent. Uh, in a very good match again. Yeah, they, it's a very good match. Um, but yeah, I think that's all we need to say about that. I'm sure yeah. we'll, we'll, see, we'll see more of her in the future. Sure, sure. And we can also say... Uh, Pete Dunn versus Danny Birch. That was next. Um, also good, but whatever. Yeah. Uh, Damian Priest came out and attacked Pete. Okay. Yeah. I don't really know much. Um, and and then the, we had the main event, Undisputed Era, Tag Team Champions versus the Street Profits, Tag Team Champion match. And how, uh, how did Street that Profits. Out? Street Profits were brought out to the ring by Wale, uh, rapper. That That's right. Cool. I saw that. Yeah. A rapper cool. brings out talents. I like when that happens. Yeah, yeah it's awesome. And everybody yeah. in the crowd had the red solo cups. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I just thought I thought this was my favorite match on the show. I fucking loved it. I thought it was like just incredible. A lot, and, of, uh, a lot of people jumping up and falling on people. A lot of jumps, a lot of falling. Just love it, you know. And uh, <laughs> ended uh, undisputed. They retained the tag team championships, and we had another surprise. 
Adam Cole, he faced off with Finn Balor earlier in the night, and then Adam Cole ended the night by facing off with another opponent, another another prospect. Word I'm trying to think of. Perspective, whatever. Perspective. No, not saying one. I'm trying to think of. Uh, Whatever. Uh, Another potential opponent. Potential. uh, um, Who was it? A bald guy with a beard. Yes, Tommaso Ciampa. Who who is that? I don't think he. I'm sure he doesn't look like much to you, but like this guy is super good. He was champion for a long time, and then uh, he uh, unfortunately got a pretty serious injury and has been off the shelf for a while. And this was his grand return. Again, place goes nuts. Ooh, and that is the end of the episode. Yes, and uh, NXT final thoughts. You liked it. I liked it. I liked it. I mean. Good. Marcus, we're in a time in which we are, you are watching 20 hours of wrestling a week. Um, sure. <laughs> maybe an over exaggeration, but, uh, I, you know, if I had the time and the sensibility to do so, I would wait, make this a regular viewing, uh, habit for me. Because you That's said, awesome. That's awesome to hear. You said it's the best wrestling show of the week, right? Best, like, in terms of pure in-ring wrestling, yes, I do think that's okay. the case. But now, I think, like, like there's other stuff, like storylines and whatever, but I yeah. think maybe, yeah. You know, yeah, I, I do like that one. Again, I, I forget the names already. I'm bad at this. The, mm-hmm. bare, the barefoot guy wrestling match. Um, Matt Riddle. Yes. That was pretty spectacular to see. A lot of it was spectacular to see. But I think the mat the the, no, the show we're talking about next might be my favorite of the bunch because it was the more interesting <laughs> yeah. of the week. Well let's talk about yeah. AEW. Yes, uh, let's talk about AEW the Dynamite. Series premiere of Dynamite. Mm, 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 mm. Again, we're, we're <laughs> why don't we try to speed this up a we might not be able to because there's so much to talk about. Yeah, this is the really important one. I feel yeah. like we can speed through SmackDown. A, yeah, let's just speed through SmackDown. AEW, even though I can't pull it up on my TV right now because it's... Well, maybe I can. I wonder if I can pull it up. <clears throat> anyway, let's, let's begin to talk about it. So AEW, this this was a big week for them. Yeah. I mean, there's a reason why the, the WWE, why Vince McMahon tweeted out, Hey, we're doing a premiere week on WWE. Watch all this wrestling, why don't you? We have Raw, we have NXT, we have SmackDown. Don't pay attention to AEW and whatever the fuck they're doing on TNT. Listen mm-hmm. to us. That's right. Right? So That's right. It was a huge week for AEW because they needed to come in strong. Did they come in strong with their first show ever? Marcus? I think they did. Uh, I think so too. <laughs> I think they knocked it out of the park. They 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 took a took a hundred and fifty mile fastball down the middle and then they <laughs> smacked it and it went straight out the park. It went it went it went to the baseball stadium seven cities away. I mean, what a what they a hit somebody. Uh, they got hurt, but that's all right. I mean, what a show to begin with! Because I, 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 re- I, I really got into it. You know, it, it brought Did me you? back. It brought me back to the days of WCW. 
Um, because you don't remember this one. I mean, because you were, how old were you in like 2001, 2002, Marcus? 2001, I would be uh, six years old. You were six years old. You weren't watching TNT. No, sir. Or, I, I wouldn't even, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have known what it was at all. You're like, TNT, is that what Wiley Coyote, uh, gives to, <laughs> um, 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 the, 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 the Blade Runner? The Blade, no. <laughs> The Blade Runner. <laughs> 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 Why the guy to go to the Blade Runner? <laughs> to the Road Runner in like a yeah. in like a ham sandwich to, to to make him think he's eating like a sandwich, but it's like dynamite in there. No, 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 no. Back in the good old Attitude Era of WWF, the WCW was making you know making moves against the WWF. Back back when it was known as the WWF, um, in the in the in the in the Monday night, you know, uh, uh, fights. So, yeah, it was it was a sight to see, you know, switching back and forth between, you know, WCW Nitro, which which what that's what the weekly show was called on Monday nights, versus WWU, you know, F. Uh, raw, you know, going mm-hmm. back and forth between like, oh, what's going on there? What's going on there? So yeah, it was interesting to see now in 2019 how AEW was faring and how a lot of that, a lot of that WCW magic was still shining through because they had a commentator from WCW. I mean, they were even you know saying like, oh, it's been like what, like you know, 20 years or whatever. Or seventeen, I can't remember how. What, 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 you know, what the what, what the year uh, date they were giving. You know, every so often they were like, "Oh, it's been this this much since TNT has been shown wrestling." You know, it's been this this long since like we've seen a wrestling show on TNT. Mm-hmm. It was momentous, and I felt that. So yeah, it was a great start to this new brand of wrestling. So yes, AW. Yeah, I agree. It, it felt. It felt different it felt important it felt like you're watching something kind of special here and like you could tell like all the talent they all really brought it all the like the crowd was just going nuts the entire episode for everything that's always nice to see they had special guests kevin smith and jason Hughes in the audience uh and yeah it was just uh i don't know i thought it was like they put on a really fun show and i think like just in terms of like what, like I said, if you, if you only care about in ring wrestling, I would say, and you only want to watch one show, I would say probably NXT is your best bet. But if you, but like, if you want to go more, more from just that, uh, like, like there's something that AEW really, like there's just like an, an it thing. There's like a, it, it feels special. It feels different. And I, I would also, I would say, yeah, this is the one to watch for me. Like if you had to only watch one, just like to combine everything, I would say this is the one to go. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, because yeah, um, that first match, who was it? Uh, who was the, who was the match in the first match? Uh, Cody Rhodes, uh, versus Sammy Guevara. Yeah. You know, uh, Cody Rhodes is like, uh, what is he in terms of AW? Was he, is he like the, uh, yeah. Does he have an official title? Yeah, he's kind of seen as the head of it. Like, it, like this whole thing was spearheaded by him, kind of thing. Like, like all of AEW's what they've done so far kind of falls on his 
shoulders. He seems to be like head of everything. But it's, it's very much like you know, by wrestlers for wrestlers, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, I, uh, I get the sense he's like the the the, the lead uh, face of this organization, right? Yeah, because everybody loves him. Um, you know, not sight unseen, but like this is the first weekly show, so he's of course like the favorite. Yeah, he's like he's like a god there. Like, yeah, uh, yeah, he, yeah, he yeah. made all of this happen. Yeah, he made the all this happen. happening is because of him, yeah. basically. <clears throat> so he's fighting off against this young kid, and of course he wins, right? He wins. Yes, Cody wins. Um, but then what happens after the match? Uh, I thought it was a really good match, and uh, it ended with Chris Jericho coming out and attacking Cody. Wait, Chris Jericho? Chris Jericho's on AEW? What? Yes, this is a name you know. I know Chris. I know Chris Jericho. (laughs) (laughs) I know Chris Jericho. (laughs) But now he's what? He's AEW champion. Yes, he's the first ever AEW champion. He won it in one of their last pay-per-views. And, uh, yeah, and they've got a match coming up at the next pay-per-view, Cody versus Chris Jericho. Cody Rhodes versus Chris Jericho. That's right. <clears throat> and, uh, yeah, Chris Jericho came out and started beating the shit off Cody Rhodes. Mm-hmm. And in the version I saw, he was beating him through the commercial break. <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. That was an interesting thing. Like WWE does this sometimes, and I wasn't expecting AEW to do it. But yeah, for a lot of the commercials, they had like picture in picture. You could watch the yeah. commercial. So the commercials happening could, on the side, and then like a little inbox, a little like small screen of what's happening on AEW Live is mm-hmm. happening there. And Chris Jericho is like, you know, you know, yeah, kicking Cody Rhodes and like taking the bell and like smashing his head and like steel chairs mm-hmm. and whatever. So for the entire two and a half minutes of commercials, you see Cody Rhodes being pummeled by Chris Jericho. So that was fun to watch. Yeah, that was, yeah, that was cool. Yeah. And uh, we can get to the next match. Uh, yes. Brandon Cutler versus MJF. This was a match uh, for the honor of Dungeons and Dragons, <laughs> basically. Quickly, what's and the story behind yes, that? Yes, yes. So, uh, MJF, he's a heel who gets by by doing stuff like like a high school, like a like a middle school bully would do. He's like, "You're fat and ugly, and I'm better than you," kind of stuff. And uh, like a month ago, he tweeted a picture on his Twitter of <laughs> him in a mirror. Uh, it's like a like selfie, uh, a selfie picture of his muscles. And he's like, uh, I don't play Dungeons and Dragons. And that set off a huge firestorm. <laughs> like people like Joe Manganiello were on Twitter showing them and they, they're all hot and buff too. And, but they do play Dungeons and Dragons. Got you MJF and Brandon Cutler. He's a small guy who does play Dungeons and Dragons. And, uh, that's what this match was for. Basically Brandon Cutler was standing in for the Joe Manganiello's of the world. There you go. Because somebody has to, right? That's right. Marcus, let me, let me ask you a question. Uh, do you play Dungeons and Dragons? I do, yes. Oh my god. Me and my friends have been playing for about a year. I think one of them listens to the show. Shout out to you. Shout out to you. <laughs> and. Uh, On- Unnamed Marcus friend who plays Dungeons and Dragons. Tristan, Shout out to you. Tristan, thank Tristan. you for listening. I think I know Tristan. 
Yes, he's a subscriber to the yes. Patreon. Yes, thank you, thank you, Tristan. Patreon, Patreon, Patreon. Yeah, the, this match it felt like something that was just thrown in last minute. I didn't like it very much. This is probably the worst thing that happened on the show, but it was fine. It was fine. Yeah, yeah it was fine. It, it was, was fine. fine. I don't. Fine. We don't want to dwell on it. No, no. no. Let, let's, let's keep going. Let's keep going. Yeah, let's move on to the next segment that happened. It was <laughs> uh, Kevin Smith and Jason Muse. Uh, Jane Simon Bob. Okay. Well, okay. I gotta admit this, uh, Marcus. I know you. I don't think it's been known on this on this podcast, but I know by talking to you in real life, as in DMs and in Slack yeah. on Talk from Society, you're mm-hmm. a big Kevin Smith guy. Huge Kevin Smith fan. You're huge on Kevin Smith. Me, My favorite director. Me, not so much. I, not surprising. It doesn't surprise me, <laughs> knowing what I know about you. At, what, wait, wait, what does that mean? What does that mean? <laughs> what do you mean? It just no, means knowing that, what it, well, knowing what you know about me. I what just is, don't think that. What does that mean? <laughs> you would appreciate something. As, wait, wait uh, a second. An artist as pure <laughs> as that, Kevin wait, Smith. Wait a second. What? What? You're too highfalutin <laughs> for him. <laughs> and, wait a second. <laughs> I want to. I want to dig into this. I want to dig into this, Marcus. Why do you think I'm too highfalutin for Kevin Smith? What does that mean? <laughs> I, I think. I think you just answered it yourself by saying that you're not a fan. I think that's all it is. <laughs> you're, not, you're eating your caviar. And, okay. And, and is that pointing the, your nose down? Is, at, is that the vibe I give off with with I, me I and my so. persona? I'm just too so. too sophisticated, too high for You're, you're, you're for, an elitist. That's I'm an elitist. <laughs> <give them here. laughs> I'm an elitist film snob. That I turn my nose up at Kevin Smith films. That's, that's that's what that's the vibe you give off. How yes, I'm sorry to say. How dare you? How dare <laughs> I own? Uh, Kevin Smith. Wait, what's that movie called? James on Bob Strike Back. Oh, I own that. I own that. I own Clerks. I own Dogma. I can. I. 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 I own Clerks too. Okay. Oh. But I hate Tusk, and I hate what's that one with the 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 Canadians and his daughter and and yoga hosers. I hate that movie. So. <sighs> Okay, modern day Kevin Smith in the last like five. Oh, I hate Red State. Those movies yeah. can go fuck off. But for the most part, I mean, I'm not a, I'm not a. Oh, uh, uh, Zach and Mary make a porno. I love that movie. That's a great movie. Okay, but you know, I don't know. I, I'm like fifty fifty on Kevin Smith. Okay, yeah, I, it's a, it's a. It's a fair position to have. I was joking earlier. I don't really think that you're a crazy okay. latest. But, uh, All right. Well, anyway, uh, but, uh, uh, Kevin, I'm a big fan, and uh, Kevin, seeing him here, Kevin Smith, yeah, Kevin Smith and Jason Mewes make an appearance on AEW. Obviously, just promoting their movie. Uh, they're they're doing like a promo. You know, they're saying, mm-hmm. "Hey, go watch uh, James Bond, Bob reboot, reboot, watch that." And then who shows up? What happens? And Helico and Jack Evans, they show up and they give Silent Bob and Jay a rough time. And uh, for a reason that I could never quite nail down what was happening, (laughs) then eventually Private Party comes in and they're like, hey, stop that. And they do and they all shuffle off. And that's it. And uh, (laughs) something else about this. Uh, Throughout. Like throughout the night, 
they were showing Kevin Smith and Jason Mewes there. They had a pretty prominent spot. They showed up on TV a lot, and they were giving great reactions to everything. Uh, after this, I feel like Jason Mewes took off, and it was just Kevin Smith in the audience. <laughs> 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 they went back there a few times, and you can see Jason was not there anymore. Jason <laughs> Mewes, obviously, you know, you know, post problems he's had in the past, he yeah. has a bedtime. He has to go go to bed at nine p.m. Okay, that's right. He's a responsible young ish adult so he, he he's got responsibilities so I mean, I, the kevin smith yes of course just jason muse is, is is the best and kevin smith he has a new heart so he can do whatever he wants he can stay up as long as he wants so he's fine so that's right what else happened on aw um uh, next match was adam hangman page versus pack puck puck puck, puck. And uh, yeah, that was a. I thought that was a really good match. Uh, uh, do you have any thoughts about that? Uh, not much. I mean, the, the, it's not that it was unspectacular, but it was. Uh, it was. It was good. It was a good middle. Yeah, I, these two guys specifically, they're they're capable of a better match. But I don't know. Maybe this was too short or something. I don't know. But it was good. It was good. Yeah, it was good. Um. I'm actually watching this now on the TNT app on my Apple TV, so I'm watching some of this now. Uh, up next, uh, we had a. This was my favorite match of the night. We had the w- first ever women's championship yes. match to decide the first ever women's champion. It was uh, Riho versus Nyla Rose. This was very Lo- good. Yeah, I loved this match. I thought it was excellent. Yeah, uh, I, I, I also liked this match a lot. Yeah, it was like kind of this, like the the big person versus the little person, and which uh, which we've talked about in the past before. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I'm I'm all into the big people versus the little people types of matches. Tried true wrestling formula. Yes, the big people, the big person versus the little person. I'm all for. It. Yep. Uh, but no, uh, who was the winner in this match in the end? Riho came away with the championship belt. It felt very close. Like as yeah. as an outsider perspective, it felt like it could have gone on longer. Yeah. And, and maybe like the referee made a mistake. Like it was it was like it was, it was won by a hair because the referee mm-hmm. did like a two point like nine nine you know count. You know, versus a three count. So, yeah, it was it was a hell of a close match. But yeah, good old who was it? Rico, Riho, Riho, good old Riho won. So yeah, it was a, it was a very good match all around. Yeah, really awesome match. I, I was surprised by the ending. I thought Nyla had this one. And yeah, Riho wins, and very cool. Uh, very cool. Very cool. It's awesome. Very cool. Yeah. What was uh, next? Yeah, on the next uh, match, uh, we got to the main event, actually. It's the main event. <laughs> the Young Bucks plus Kenny Omega versus Chris Jericho plus LAX. Okay, so this match, I'll say not the match itself, but what happened during the match was more exciting. Mm-hmm. Because what happened during the match, Marcus? Uh, this was a, this was a, you could call it a, not in a bad way, but a car wreck. It was this crazy action all over the place. Uh, people were fighting in the ring, and then Kenny Omega got dragged off by John Moxley, and they got they went to like a little backstage VIP area, and uh, 
did a crazy thing. Uh, what happened? <laughs> yeah. Uh, John Moxley, he put Kenny Omega through a glass table shattered everywhere. Very cool. Uh, yeah, because uh, for those who don't know, John Moxley, who was he in the WWE not too recently, not too, yeah, not, not, uh, not yeah. too long ago? Formerly known as Dean Ambrose, left the company in a very high-profile way, and uh, now he's here in AEW under yeah. John Moxley. Uh, and uh, I'm sure these two are going to fight, right, in the next pay-per-view match, uh, right? You would be correct in that oh, assumption. Yes, yes. Sir. Yeah. Um, but yeah, John Moxley, as this guy's known now, seems like mm-hmm. a formidable superstar on this AEW. He seems like a badass who just yes. wants to hurt people. Yes. And uh, I, I, I'm watching it now, and oh my god, he just slapped the camera. He just slapped yes. the cameraman. Like, he has no respect he's, for anything. He's he's a regular joker. He's a regular and joker. You, and how do you feel about that specifically, Marcelo? You make your living off of being a cameraman. <laughs> I mean, yes, I, I feel like that's a that's that's a tad disrespectful. And I'm I, sorry. I'm sorry. And I, I don't I, know what you do. I don't I, know what you do. I feel I feel pained. I feel pa- I feel hurt. You, by, you do camera stuff, don't you? Missed, I, 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 I work with the camera. I, I live by the camera. I die by the camera. <laughs> and by somebody, and you, by somebody slapping the camera, showing such disrespect for the camera. Yeah, I can't. I can't abide by that. I can't. I know. I, I, I met, like when I saw that, I immediately started texting you. Like, are you okay? <laughs> and I, I said, I, I responded back. I don't know if I'm okay. <laughs> I, I need time. I need space. <laughs> And right now, I'm saying I I'm announcing formally I am challenging this character. <laughs> this, oh no! This what's his name? John Moxley. <laughs> John Moxley versus Marcelo J. Pico. John Moxley versus Marcelo J. Pico. And my stage name? What's the stage name? Like the what's uh, the context the king. The context king. <laughs> <laughs> it's the context king versus John Moxley <laughs> on full gear. The next AEW pay per view. <laughs> it's going to happen, folks. He and I are going to fight to the death. <laughs> and uh, it will be spectacular. It'll be spectacular. Okay, I'm, I'm watching the match now. But for real, I'm going to work on getting you that match. Yeah, do it. Um, so, 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 Joe so, Mox, yeah. Joe Mox just slammed this guy through a, yeah, a glass dragged, table, dragged Kenny Omega out of there, and left the how, Young Bucks alone. How how does how do they do this? Do you know, Marcus? Like because like I'm sure that glass is not real. It must be like fake glass. They uh, through John Moxley. Like soup, what was it? Suplex, D, a DDT, yeah, like whatever it was. It was something, I'm not sure. Through a glass table, it has to be uh-huh. fake glass. Like yeah, it 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 happened in a way where like Moxley, he was landing on it with like cargo pants on or something, so his legs wouldn't get hurt that hurt by it. And Kenny Omega, he he landed on it on his head, but then kind of rolled that way from it a little bit. I'm just saying, so, it can't be real glass. Cannot, cannot, cannot. Sugar glass. Uh, yeah, it must be sugar glass. That's 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 what the uh, the pros use. Yeah, yeah, it has to be. Anyway, but you know, it was it was an exciting little moments, and then yeah. the match ends. How? 
Uh, well, it, so the Young Bucks are left in there alone. Kenny, Kenny's gone, so it's basically a two v one match, and they're holding their own for a while. But it doesn't last very. It doesn't last too long because the Bucks ultimately succumb to the power of Chris Jericho and LAX. The Bucks stops uh, there. The Bucks stops there. I'm sorry. That's good good stuff, man. That's that's great stuff. (laughs) And anyway, so what happens after the match? Jake Hagar comes out. Uh, Do you know Jack Swagger? Did you Did you see him on WWE? I don't think so. I don't think so. Okay. Well, yeah, he used to be a WWE star named Jack Swagger. He didn't uh, really get over there very much, but uh, he eventually left and became a real life MMA guy. And now he's not an MMA guy anymore. Now he is uh, like Chris Jericho and LAX's heavy kind of guy, you know? Uh-huh. And it ended like with this big brawl. Like all the good guys came out and all the bad guys were there and they're all beating each other up. Cody came, uh, Jake Hagar came, uh, Sammy Guevara came out. And it ended up, and it ended with the the bad guys kind of gaining, like, kind of winning the situation. They beat up all the good guys. Oh, That's no. always so sad to see. I am crying right now. The tears are rolling <laughs> down my face. The bad guys win. And that's the end of AEW. The first episode, Thunder. Is it called Thunder? What's it called? Dynamite. Dynamite. I am great getting show. things confused because it's late, great show. late in the night. Great All right. show. Just, great just first, great show. Honestly, honestly, it was. It was. You know, hearing, yeah. hearing, it was surreal, Marcus. Hearing mm-hmm. JR on AEW. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And hearing. Uh, the King, Jerry the King Lawler on Raw, yeah. you know, hearing those two separated by wrestling companies, it was weird, but also enjoyable because I heard them both in the same week in 2019. So, yeah, weird, weird, but good. Right. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, uh, I got to get used to that. Hearing, um, uh, uh, JR on AEW now. And uh, I saw their second episode, I would say, even better. Just ah, yeah. also, they're they are, they are, uh, killing it over there. Oh. And, uh, One more thing yeah. I should say. So on this premiere episode of the AEW Dynamite, uh, one of the commentators, the guy in the uh, Lucha Libre mask, I, don't, I forget his name. Excalibur. Excalibur. He made a reference to the Righteous Gemstones. <laughs> No, did he? He did. Uh, do, do, do you watch that show on HBO, Marcus? I do not, unfortunately. I recommend I it. I will eventually. I recommend it. Uh, he made a reference to it, which was odd but good. Uh, he said one of the wrestlers was running around like he had a pickle in his mouth. <laughs> which, Is that what that was? Yes. Uh, and that's I reference. did not know what that yes, meant. Yes, yes. It was so insane to hear if you don't know what it means but yes it's a reference to the righteous gemstones and a song they have on the righteous gemstones where um uh yes uh, two characters of the righteous gemstones and they sing this song where they talk about having a pickle in their mouth <laughs> and i recommend i forget the name of the song uh, uh misbehaving yes that's the name from the righteous gemstones um it's odd it's a it's a super odd reference but if you understand what I'm saying, folks, it's good. So, yeah, I appreciate those references. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, I caught that. So, yeah, good job. Good job, AEW. Um, you're, 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 you're doing good. You're doing good. 
Okay. Moving on. Finally, SmackDown. God, for the God, for God's sakes, this is so late in the episode. Yes, let's do this. Let's do this quickly. What what, what happened on this premiere episode of SmackDown? So, yeah, on this Fox. Is the, yes, on Fox, a, 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 a network, a main network. Uh, they they brought out all the fucking bells and whistles for this. They had returning stars, legends, or whatever, like The Rock. <laughs> they had star power <laughs> celebrity. They had like a whole blue carpet uh, premiere premiere thing. Uh, they had like stuff like other Fox stars uh, doing doing like little video packages for the show. They had big time matches like. Kevin Owens versus Shane McMahon in a goddamn ladder match. They had a WWE championship with Brock Lesnar. Uh, first time he's ever been on, he's been on TV in 14 years or something uh, since 2004, 15 years. Uh, that, like they, they really brought it. They brought out all the star power. And uh, I would say this was a wild, wild show. Wild. Wild. So, and, okay. Uh, so yeah. the, uh, Oh, I, we're running out of time in this episode. Um, let's, let's let's go through the big points because I don't want to spend all all the rest of the episode on this. Um, first off, yes, it began with The Rock coming out, Dwayne Johnson, superstar, uh, with Becky Lynch, and they did like a. Uh, do you call it a promo? Like they're just talking, they're saying, yeah, "Hey, yeah, yeah, promo." Um, and King, all your candy asses, yeah, and yeah. Can you smell what I'm cooking. And, and King Corbin did, did all this stuff. King Corbin came out and became the 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 punching bag of uh, Becky Lynch and The Rock, yeah. which, which is good. It was good to watch. It was cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. So in between all that, <laughs> I mean, there's some good matches to here and there, but. What what of importance happened leading up to that final championship match? What else happened in the episode? You mean? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I'd say the the biggest thing was uh, the Kevin Owens and Shane McMahon ladder match. Uh, oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, that was like, big. Yeah, first time I can remember a ladder match since I've been watching on TV. Uh, those are usually reserved for pay- pay- rare pay per views. I uh, and that uh, was exciting. Let's talk about this one real quick, and I'll bring up another lad. No, wait. You know what? You know, scratch that. Uh, that was something else. Never mind. Okay, keep going. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. So uh, Kevin Owens and Shane McMahon ladder match. Uh, something about this whole night, it felt kind of rushed to me like they were just kind of like running do the spot do the spot do the spot do the spot so like kevin like they went over the table and uh did a frog splash to the table and then they uh went and threw shane mcmahon on the ladder and then anyway it ended it was for a it was a loser leaves town match um which means a loser uh, has to quit wwe basically and uh it ended by kevin owens walking up there grabbing that uh, contract or whatever is in the briefcase and uh, he wind and and then uh, to add insult to injury he did a stunner on Shane McMahon and uh, there we go he said you're fired Shane McMahon that's right and that was that uh, crazy crazy cool match and Shane McMahon is gone forever okay moving on bye bye Shane bye bye Shane what else? Don't what let else? the door hit you. Don't yeah. let the 
door split you with the ass don't hit you. All right. right. What else happened in the in the uh, uh, show? They had this uh, kind of shitty little match. Uh, what was it? I, I, did, I, did I even write down what it was? <laughs> uh, Braun Strowman, The Miz, Tucker, and Otis versus AJ Styles, Randy Orton, Dolph Ziggler, Robert Roode. This is just like a big match, like show all the people we have, you know? It, yeah. it, no storyline or anything. But the, and also, it was mainly to do this thing where Tyson Fury uh, came out of the audience to get in Braun Strowman's face to uh, set up. Uh, who's, who's that guy? Who's that guy? He is the lineal boxing heavyweight champion. The fuck does that mean? I don't know what lineal <laughs> boxer. I think lineal boxing uh, champion. He's a millennial. Is that what it means? He's a millennial. <laughs> he, he is. A, he is between the uh, uh, twenty-five to thirty-five year old bracket, I guess. And he and he and he, and he eats avocado toast. Uh, avocado toast, and, and not and, spending and, any money and he on buying a, buy house. a house. No, uh, he's bad. He, he's he's, bad. he's he saves too much money, and the boomers are like spend more money. But they're like, we're trying to buy a house, and like, boomers are like, uh, uh, fix my Yahoo password. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so yes, he's the millennial boxing champion, and um, and uh, yeah, so that happened, like uh, that, and that has been officially announced. That's a match that's going yeah. to happen at Crown Jewel, I was gonna ask, October 31st, yeah, Halloween. <laughs> Uh, very, another very spooky match. Spooky. Um, it's spooky because boxing is coming to wrestling. That's, that, that doesn't happen and, too often. And boxy be bad. And boxy be hurt. bad. Boxy, <laughs> boxy hurts. Boxy face uh, smash. Yes. Uh, okay. And moving on. Roman Reigns versus Rowan lumberjack match. Who cares? <laughs> Roman Reigns won. <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> that's another the, thing. This is the commentator this, said. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> this is another one that was just like. Look, we have all these people, and introducing you to them, kind of. Yeah. And like it, again, it was a whatever match. I I barely remember anything about it, but like not bad. I'm not saying it was bad. It was fun in the moment. But do I remember anything about it? No. Um. And here we go, Marcelo. What the big main event of the episode? Holy shit! What's happening? Set us up. Set us up. What do we got? Well, honestly, I forgot. <laughs> I'm trying to to fast forward through it, but it's a commercial. Oh, okay. Okay. Here we go. Okay. Thank you for reminding me. Okay. So we have the WWE champion, Kofi Kingston, who's been champion since WrestleMania versus the underdog in quotes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. The underdog. Lesnar. Right. They are, they've been setting this up for weeks and weeks and weeks, right? They're like, yeah. hey, tune into Fox. Tune into the first SmackDown on Fox and, li- and watch this match between two greats. Kofi Kingston champion versus Brock Lesnar challenger. And I was so... No, I mean, I was excited for it. I'm like, okay, how is it going to turn? Because Kofi Kingston is obviously a fan favorite. Yeah, he's earned that championship. He's fought through. He, he's fought opponents. He's rightfully beat uh, uh, comers on. He's earned it, man. It's going to be a solid match versus uh, Brock Lesnar, who lost the title, you know, a few months ago. Uh, but, but come on, I mean, it's going to be a hell of a thing, right? Yeah. I mean, Marcus, yeah. let me ask you. 
coming into this Kofi Kingston versus Brock Lesnar match, what were you expecting, honestly? I know it's stupid, but I was like, like at Brock Lesnar had that match with Seth Rollins that was like 15 minutes long. It was really good. It was really competitive. They went back and forth, and that was exciting. And so I was hoping something like that would happen again. And uh, I don't think that's what happened necessarily. <laughs> no. It's obviously not what happened. No. <laughs> listen, no. listen, okay. I I was trying to remain as um blind to the outcome of these matches before watching them because I knew I was not gonna watch them live. Right. But I ended up being spoiled um and finding out the outcome of this match because uh-huh. good old Twitter and Twitter's um a moments section oh, where yeah. you know they compile like the moments of Twitter you need to watch. They sport it for me and they go, Hey, spoiler alert, uh Kofi Kingston loses to Brock Lesnar. I go, Okay, fine. Now I know what happened. Let me look through. And I just saw tweets that had these gifs that said, Hey, this gif is just as long as the match lasted. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Co- Kofi Kingston lasted 30 seconds to Brock Lesnar in this match, and it was baffling to me. Brock is- Not, Marcelo, I wish he had 30 seconds. Oh my god. It was like seven seconds, I think. It, it, was, it, was, it was insane. It was bullshit. It, uh, I'm, it pissed me off so much. Kofi, like, bell rings. Kofi coming in hot he runs straight up to brock lesnar brock lesnar gets him on his shoulders does one f5 boom he's the new champion that's it no okay f5 one two three that's it champion yep Yep. uh, fucking like seth rollins can take multiple f5s uh braun Strowman can take multiple f5s kofi kingston the guy who's had a pretty damn good championship run. He had the best moment at this recent WrestleMania, best match on that card, I think. He like this big underdog story that everybody loved, got the entire crowd invested. He has not faltered since then. Just this incredible run, I've thought. Fuck you. Six yeah. seconds. You take one finisher, go to hell. Uh, like, it felt like it felt like a slap in the fucking face to me. I, I hated it. It was not good. I mean, honestly, I don't. Okay, I don't know much about Brock Lesnar's recent championship brain. Um, but has it has there ever been a match this short for for Lesnar? Is that uh, for? I don't know. I don't know. I can't it, answer. It's that. crazy. It's crazy. But no, <sighs> Kofi got wronged big time. Yeah, big hey, time. we are in agree. We are in agreement. Uh, but what was this all for? Why did this happen? Oh yeah. So what happens? Okay. So I knew what happened during the match. If you could even call it a match. Yeah. You know, whatever. It, it's over. Uh, Lesnar is champion. Yeah. So I didn't know what happened after the match. Because, you know, I knew the outcome. But what happened after? Well, yeah, this is what I saw after the bell rung. So who was it that came out after? Yeah, so Brock Lesnar is celebrating with his championship. And uh, and uh, Kofi Kingston is moping off to the back. 
fuck you, Kofi. <laughs> and then out, and then we have Rey Mysterio's music hits. And out comes Rey Mysterio with not his son Dominic, but Cain Velasquez, a UFC fighter, the man who beat Brock Lesnar in the USC for the UFC championship. And uh, so, yeah, it was just all set up to get Brock Lesnar and Cain Velasquez a match at, at uh, October 31st, uh, Crown Jewel. Oh, so that's happening? <sighs> yeah. Wow, I didn't know that. So that's a break. Yes. That's breaking news. Yes. Uh, like, I thought it was kind of and funny seeing like Brock Lesnar this is the first time I've ever seen it. Brock Lesnar actually looks scared of Kane. Like, uh, like he had this like horrified look on his face, like, Oh no kind of thing. And like, that's interesting to see. But again, it was, it was, this happened immediately after this bullshit with Kofi Kingston. And it, I was still so mad. I could not care. I, yeah. I was, yeah, I was like, fuck you guys. It felt it felt insulting. It felt like it, it felt insulting. It really did. Well, I mean, save that feeling for the next episode, Marcus. Um, um, for hell in the I, cell. <laughs> yeah, I I think. Do you have any last words about this? I mean, again, this is another episode because um, it's been the same amount of year since me seeing live wrestling. I haven't seen a SmackDown in like seventeen years or whatever. But um, I have to say, like, I enjoyed the the majority of the episode. It was a fun watch. Yeah. So there were a few matches where I'm like, oh, of course, I'm like, I might, I didn't like totally skip over, but maybe I like glazed over, like whatever. But no, like overall, I had a good time. So yeah. It was a good end to premiere week. Um, again, I have to say once again, I'm not going to be watching wrestling week to week. Marcus, sure. I'm, I'm going to leave that sure. to you. Sure. But it was a good premiere week, and it was a good lead up to Hell in the Cell, which sure. we'll talk about in the next episode, Marcus. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, your, your thoughts on premiere week? I thought it was a very exciting week to be a wrestling fan. Lots of stuff I liked. Some stuff I did not like. Uh, it was a horrible. It was a horrible uh, cap to the week. I hated that. <laughs> that final moment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, but but yeah. Like Raw felt like felt like it's another Raw, but it was good. Um, uh, NXT felt like more NXT, but very good. But that's a good thing. Um, AEW felt like this really revolutionary thing fucking loved it and i i am so excited for the future of that smackdown felt like just like it, it like it, it was a really cool pace that they set like it was like like this is like what am i trying to say but it i don't know it was good <laughs> it oh, was really good let me like, ask uh, you like so, we're gonna bring out all we're gonna pull out all the stuff and smackdown's gonna be this crazy show yeah so and like that's cool but th- this is the first time fox um is airing smackdown since being on what usa right it was on usa before smackdown yeah 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 so how how different did it feel being on fox no, this felt completely different. Like I said, like all the all the extra stuff that they added, like the star power and bringing the rock back and doing gimmick matches like the ladder. Like it, it, it felt 
they like they tried to make it special and i think they succeeded and yeah. uh it, yeah it was a very good episode again if, hated the ending but it was a good episode if i had some forethought i would have i would have told you to see um cause let me ask you this did, did you ever see the first episode of smackdown the very first no yeah. no um, maybe you should save that for like a future episode because I remember that vividly watching the first wow. episode of SmackDown. That'd be cool. Over, yeah. And, and now here we are over a thousand episodes later. Yeah. Um, because yeah, let, we should do a special episode. Where we just talk about the first episode of SmackDown or like whatever. Yeah, the, first be fun. Ep- the first episode of raw, which I don't think I saw, but yeah. Uh, especially that first episode of SmackDown, I got that sense. I'm like, okay, they're trying something new. They're like, kind of rebooting the brand. It's like, it's good that they had The Rock come out and like, um, you know, reemphasize that, yeah, it was The Rock who catapulted the WWE into making like a new show through his catchphrase. So yeah, mm-hmm. it was cool to see him there too. So yeah. Uh, I liked it. I like SmackDown. Um, yeah, and yeah. Oh, and I also wanted to shout out. I thought the new stage. I thought it looked cool as hell. Yeah. The the like the, the entrance the the whatever it is like the weird little poles on the side. Yeah. I think they look cool. It it, it, it feels like a kind of throwback because it feels like yeah, very much to what I saw back in the original SmackDown. So mm-hmm. yeah, I liked it. I liked it overall. Yeah. I mean, and, except, uh, yes, yeah. Yeah. Save for the ending because that was shit but <laughs> yeah, yeah overall i like the show yeah so that was pre- yeah. that was premiere week marcus uh yeah uh final words on premiere week sure uh i wrote down uh this uh and i forgot that i wrote it and uh i, I just discovered it uh i wrote kofi kingsman <laughs> So, I don't know what that means. <laughs> I, I don't think it's in reference to anything. I think I just thought of it and Kofi uh, Kingsman felt I needed to get that in writing. So fair enough. And uh, next episode, we'll talk about Hell in the Cell. Uh, let's close out this episode with plugs, Marcus. Plugs. Yes. Where can yes, people yes, listening yes. find you online? You can find me on Twitter, but more importantly, you can find our podcast on Twitter at Marking the Marks, spelled exactly like the show is spelled on on your podcast feed right now. <laughs> Type that into Twitter; you'll find our podcast, our, our podcast official Twitter page. Uh, working on getting that blue check mark. Uh, <laughs> with, with who? <laughs> who are you? Who are you? Who are you going? Uh, what, what, what process are you going through to get that blue check mark for our? I, I'm, call, I'm calling some guys. All right, I'm okay. using some of my connections. Right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, I've, uh, I would also like to say you can email us at tfswrestling at gmail.com tfswrestling at gmail.com we always appreciate all your fan emails we get so many we always love appreciate I mean we, we yeah. don't have time obviously in this episode to catch up on all the emails but we'll, we'll, we'll check on that in the next episode sure yeah obviously but keep them we'll coming. save that we'll keep do double coming. on the next episode exactly and right. uh, yeah you can do those two things please email us anything at all I would love to have it just just email us (laughs) anything you want I don't care what it is sign us up for a newsletter and get that email to us I don't care sign us up for a newsletter yes please for the love of God or else Marcus goes hungry (laughs) 
<laughs> I just need engagement. That's all I care about. Yeah, Marcus wants to be engaged. Please do that. Do, do that for the man. All right. Uh, as for me, um, I could talk now, right? Uh, Marcelo J Pico on Twitter. Go to patreon.com slash talk from society for bonus episodes. If you're not listening to this as it happens, then you've got, you, you gotta, you gotta listen to this as it happens. Um, and you can do that on Patreon. That's it, really. I mean, do it or don't do it. If you do it, I love you. If you don't do it, you can fuck right off. Um, <laughs> that's it. Marcus, thank you. As always, for, yes. for, for being a friend. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Thank you for uh, 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 doing this with me. If, thank you for, yeah, thank you for. Thank you. Thank you. For making all this possible. Thank you. Uh, I'm re- I'm excited for how this season is going to go. I'm excited for us to continue climbing that ladder. What a season and, premiere! And for we have two analogies going. We're furthering our WWE careers, and we are climbing a ladder. Exactly. And uh, I have to ask. And, uh, I have to ask you at the season finale of this season, where we are on the ladder and where we are in our WWE careers, going from that's right. jobbers to the U.S. title. To who knows? Are yeah. we are we gonna be in an intercontinental championship bout? Are we gonna be, you know, fighting off against Seth Rollins? Who knows? Tune in at the end of this season to find out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, that's it. Now it's time for our signature. No, it's not. It's not. It's not. It's not time for that. What? What's the time for? We gotta rate every show. No, we don't. No, we we can't. It's been too long. We gotta move on. We gotta move on. We gotta rate every show. God damn. No. That's the worst thing that's ever happened to me. Okay, fine. Okay, fine. Hold on. I have to. I have to look back. I don't know them either. Hold on, I have to find them. Keep talking. Hold on. Stank. Uh, uh, where is that? Pretty. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay. Groovy. Okay, raw. Let's go. To, okay, I got it. I got it. Okay, raw. How'd you rate raw? Uh, I, I've i remembered three of the rank ratings. <laughs> uh, stank. Pretty groovy. Pretty dang dope. Totally rad. I'm missing one in there. Okay, what fine. Is it? I'll give you it. So it's stank. Um. A little groovy, pretty a sweet, little groovy. pretty sweet, yeah, pretty dang okay. dope, and totally rad. Uh, pretty sweet. Okay, I think Monday Night Raw. I'm gonna give that a pretty sweet. Uh, pretty sweet. Got, they they could go higher. Okay, it's three out of five. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Total Divas, of course. That's totally rad. <laughs> um, uh. NXT, I'm also saying totally rad. Uh, AEW Dynamite, also saying totally rad. Wow, okay. SmackDown, I'm going to go pretty dang dope. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Okay. As for me, I'll say Raw, it was 
pretty sweet. AEW was totally rad. NXT was pretty dang dope. Uh, and SmackDown was pretty dang dope. Cool. There you go. All right. There you go. Cool. So decipher that, folks. <laughs> um, and that's it. All right, Marcus. Now it's time okay, for sign our off. sign off. Here we go. The thing we say every time we wake up in the morning, every time we look mm-hmm. in the mirror, every time we call each other on the phone, we say this to each other. We go three, two, one. Hey. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. How's it going? Uh, uh, we pick up. We pick up. That we pick up, we pick up that, that remote, remote, and, and we tune in, tune to, in to the wrestling, the wrestling to show, report to you, to report to you, and, to, and it's a great honor to do it's it. It's a great honor to do it. The end. Yeah. Bye.